park in the first four or five and make the jumping grade to beat number 12, Wahini Toa, who's getting fitter, gets a lovely run from the draw and really well-weighted after the claim. I think number one body will run well. It's coming back off that longer distance run, but just the fact they put Jay Allen on, he'll pick his way through the field and run on strongly. Then three, Sue large who's going well, gets a good run behind the speed from the good draw and has got a chance. 14, 12, 1 and 3. Uh, I'm going with Wahini Tower. I think this is uh, her race. She's come back well. Uh, she's been placed in the St. Ledger early in her career, so the extra trip suits. Uh, 52 and a half. I just think after the claim with Matt Cartwright here, it's a big advantage over a lot of these to beat four. Wertheimer ran well in the Bendigo Cup. That's the high emotion form line, uh, which is a good form line. Then freshened up, ran really well at Werribee, ran the best... 400, 200 of the day, and uh, I think uh, it's going well. Jamie Carter ride. Eight, uh, Angel, just got caught out three wide, no cover at Mooney Valley last start, and over-raced as well. Just has to get cover early, which should be able to be achieved here. And three, Sula Navage, maybe next best off the placing in, in Adelaide last start, but I like uh, Wahini Tower each way. 12, 4, 8 and 3. And that takes us to the ninth and last at the Valley today. We finish off with a benchmark 70 at the 1,200 metres. Scratching here, Munns, 11, 15, 17 and 18. Oh, blood oath, Richard. Uh, and it's an $11 chance. No Surrender at 26. Heavenly Emperor at 15. Magnum Bullet at 9. Come Along, Jeffrey at $12. Overkill at 23. Vongole is a $15 chance. Bell CL at $7.50. Paint Me Red at 41. Sham I Am is a $5 chance. Donna Natalina is not there. Comanche North at 15. Jolt and Joe at 23. Social Conscience is our favourite at $4.60. Snappy Little little Thing is out. Fuzz Buzz at 26 and put the line through the bottom two. Uh, best supported runner here is Social Conscience. Uh, as much as $9, give it about it, but... Um, it's firmed sort of every day. $9, $8, $5.50, $5 earlier this morning. Now a $4.60 chance. Second pick would be Sham I Am. Now it's as much as $7.50 into 5 this morning. Holds $36 more this morning than what Social Conscience does. And they're the clear top two picks here. The third pick is actually, you've got to go back to Magnum Bullet. Dean, which form is the way to go here? I'm going to go with uh, the three-year-old in the field, Richard, in social conscience. Uh, he's going very well. Uh, the win last start was every chance at Cranbourne, but won well. He's going to get a good run again. Dropped six kilos and probably not a ceiling on his form where most of these horses uh, have been around this benchmark 70 for a fair while. So I'm happy to be with 14 to beat 8 Bell CL. She looks well graded in this company with the claim. Uh, can run well. 10, Sham I Am. He's a dry track 1,200 metre horse at the Valley. He gets all three of those today and he can run a cheeky race fresh and four Magnum Bullet who's in being, or has been in good form and looks competitive again. Uh, 14, 8, 10 and 4. Your number 14, Social Conscience. I think this horse has come back in fantastic form. It should be undefeated this campaign. It was given a magnificent ride last time to score. I think it gets the same run here, fourth or fifth, somewhere there with that three kilo claim to beat number three, Heavenly Emperor, who's changed stables to Logan McGill. It's trialled well. Usually runs well fresh, but that's at 1,400 metres. Here's 1,200. Just been a steady flow of support ever since betting went up. Looks like it's ready to go. And number 10, Sham I Am. 
could well be the leader here from gate one on a firming track and down to 16 fuzz buzz. He's going well, need a miracle, but might run a place. 14, 3, 10 and 16. Okay, solid nine race program at the Valley on Christmas Eve. Um, best uh, best bets time, Mark. I might, might stay with you. What, do you. what do you like the most? And there's value all around the place, I suppose. Yeah, I like race five, number seven, Vegas Knight is my best for the day. Richard and my value, race six, number six, Silver Tycoon. Dean, far away. I like Bubbly Lass, race two, number one is the best and was struggling for value, but around the each way, I like Wahini Tower, race eight, number 12. Anything else around, around Australia, Dean, or are we just staying with the valley? Um, any text messages this week, Richard? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. No, uh-huh. no. <laughs> Pretty quiet uh-huh. on the text. Oh, okay. they, they have, one of them's hammered Munz's dog earlier on, but that's about all because it was barking in the background. Oh, okay. No, I just wonder if my friend that potted me for Aaron Bay running a good seventh uh, <laughs> went, uh, was back online. No. Um, Don't tempt him, though. They're probably <laughs> waiting to ring punished post-mortem. <laughs> yes, well, I hope, he's got a, yeah, recess. I, hope he, I hope he's got a paramutual question for you, Munz. Um, <laughs> I had one the other day. Richard had one the other day about roving bankers. Uh, it, what was it, Richard? If he oh. took two roving banker first fours, do both the <laughs> roving bankers have to run in the first four? I just put the hands in the air and said, listen, roving bankers is not my expertise. I'm not sure we actually came back to that texter with, with a proper answer. It's still, it's still in deliberation, uh, I think. But uh, anyway, you there you go. Um, I like one at Murray Bridge, uh, race eight, number 11, Pontadera gets Todd panel today. I think it'll improve sharply in its each-way odds. Race 8, number 11. Good on you, Dean. Mark, I normally ask you for something away from the Valley, but there isn't much in Victoria away from the Valley, I suppose. No, you, no, I've got nothing to offer, Richard. We've got a couple of bush meetings on uh, Boxing Day, so I might be able to help you there. All right, we might chat uh, on, uh, on that morning. Guys, thank you, as always. A very Merry Christmas to, to both of you and your families. Hope it's a, a wonderful day, whatever you are doing, and uh, we'll chat again soon, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Richard. Richard. All Thank the you. best. Good on you, fellas. There they are. And, uh, yeah, Munns, I suppose, uh, away we go. Massive day of racing. Um, uh, people kicking back around the place. They might have got away to holiday venues already. They might be at, at home and having Christmas Day at, at home and then getting on the road tomorrow. Double demerits as well, Munns. We have to, not that we're, you know, promote those kinds of services at all, but um, just drive, drive carefully. Take it easy out there. Yeah, especially in the next sort of 35 to 45 minutes when uh, I need to get to Randwick as quickly as possible. Uh, well within the speed limit, of course, Richard, and and, mm. and travelling um, very kind to my fellow drivers on the road there. Uh, let's have a quick look at the Jockeys' Challenges. Uh, at the Valley, Jamie Carr, the 165 favourite over Damien Oliver at 5. Blake McDougall, 650. Um, no, hang on. Uh, no, Blake McDougall's now 7. Matthew Cartwright is now 650. Daniel Moore at 15. Any other jockey, 51. Ethan Brown and John Allen at $61. At Randwick for today's racing, James McDonald, the dollar ten favourite in the Jockeys Challenge. Zach Lloyd's at nine fifty. Tyler Schiller's at seventeen. Dylan Gibbons at twenty-one. Ben Mellum's up for the day at twenty-six dollars. Uh, Karen McAvoy and any other jockey both at forty-one. Reese Jones at fifty-one. Gaz is coming up with Wyong, where Mitchell Bell's the two ninety favourite ahead of Andrew Atkins at three forty. Andrew Gibbons six fifty. Winona Costin eight fifty. Lee McGorian nine fifty. Any other jockey. 
Lockie 11. Blake Spriggs and Jeff Penns are 15 a pair. Maxie's done the form for Doombin, where James Ormond's the $3 favourite there over Ryan Maloney at 480. Any other jockey at 650. Larry Cassidy's at 8. Ben Thompson, Craig Williams and Jaden Lloyd all at 9. And Ash Morgan uh, is riding there today at Doombin, and he is a $15 chance. So there's our jockey's challenges there, and also markets available on uh, how many winners James McDonald will ride at Randwick, how many winners Chris Waller will train uh, at Mooney Valley, how many winners Jamie Carr will ride, and in the training ranks there, how much Kieran Maher and David Eustace. Whilst at Dermot, it'll be James Orman's number of winners, and trainer-wise, it'll be Tony Gollan. So check those out under today's specials, and that's where your Behind the Gates multi will also appear today, Richard, around about 10.45 this morning. Um, Sniper Joe texts in Munns. Hey, Glenn, when will the markets be going up for Gosford on Wednesday? Uh, Gosford Wednesday. Let me have a look here. Uh, I would say uh, we are open tomorrow, but I wouldn't be expecting anyone to price uh, Gosford up for Wednesday. Uh, they are that they are sitting. Well, the fields are sitting there at the moment, and I can tell Sniper Joe this is one advantage of having the actual betting system in front of me. Each and every race, the runners are priced up. So I would tell him they couldn't be too far away because it might only be a matter of pressing the button and saying go there racing. I might uh, I might shelf what they've got in a couple of races there, Richard. Because uh, what have we got? We've got the coin uh, the um, Gosford Guineas uh, on on Wednesday. Bell of the we? turf. I think Bell of the turf. Yeah, maybe. coin of the Bell of the turf. What have we got? One, two, three, fours. Good six. little meeting. Yeah. Uh, is there seven races or? How many races are there? Let's have a look. Let's go to the video tape. Yeah. Live, uh, live radio. Nothing, uh, nothing better. Right. Uh, see there the... would be seven races. Yeah, well, they might be waiting here because they've got Osbred Flirt, one of the favourites in the Bell of the Turf, and it's going to run today. Mm. Um, and yeah, wide open races, most of them there. So uh, hopefully they'll go up sometime today, Richard. Good on you, Muns. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the day at the races. And I think you and I will do it again on Monday morning, Boxing Day Racing. And they are racing everywhere on Monday. Yes, good luck to everyone. Merry Christmas to you, Richard, and your team. And uh, Merry Christmas to all the listeners. And uh, hope there's a, a few winners there for you. And don't fall into that trap that Santa shouldn't be a big, fat old bloke like me. <laughs> and uh, leave him something extra tonight. And there, there might just be a, a beer or two for him. And I'm tipping they'll be drunk come morning. Thank you, Glenn. Merry Christmas. You, there he is. The sun is shining, the waves are crashing, and who's are thundering in the southeast? It feels like summer is here, and with it, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. Last year, eventual Magic Millions two-year-old classic queen, Cooling Gatter, dominated the two, uh, $250,000 Group 3 BJ McLaughlin Stakes. Will we see this year's winner follow a similar path? The stage is set for another epic battle as the state's best juveniles look to shore up their spot on the Gold Coast in January. It feels like summer again, and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. A break, in fact, no break. We will just keep on going here, and that's fine. Michael Maxworthy uh, is here with all 
the Doomben form. Michael, good morning to you. A very Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, uh, Richard. Let's hope we can get, uh, get some money today and celebrate tomorrow. It's a good card at Doomben. A lot of interest in the BJ McLaughlin Race 5, won by Cool and Gatter last year, and then three weeks later she dominated the Magic Millions. It is overcast in Brisbane. We might get a shower or two around about lunchtime, somewhere between one and three mils. Probably not enough to seriously affect the track, probably just ensure that it's got a bit of give in it, but it's an excellent card at Doombin today. Just going to digress for a second, Maxie. I was in the company a couple of weeks ago of Peter McMahon. Now, Peter um, uh, runs Kalora Lodge and did a lot of breaking in of horses, and we got talking about the Mashani horses, and he said, you know, I do their work. I break them in. And I said, oh, okay, well, fair enough. I said, when do they come in? He said, they are broken in in November. So yeah. you sort of, like, like yearling sales have sort of almost just concluded and they're being broken in. I said to Peter, it's no, it's no wonder the Mashani horses are up there going early at the trials. They are broken in well before anything else. Yeah, and they're the first of the track too. Once Peter obviously finishes with them, they might have a week off or something. And then they're, uh, Les Ross has, has them in at Doombin and he works them. Um, a little like they do um, in Ireland at, at Coolmore. He, he works them like six or seven together, hacks them around. Um, it's quite interesting to watch their track work in the morning. But, yeah, they get up and running early with the added bonus money. All of them are cuties. Um, they certainly get in early with them. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, one uh, Peter McMahon, he's busy from now. Yearlings to be coming into Kalora Lodge uh, all the time now. But let's find some winners. Great program, Michael. Let's go to race number one, benchmark 80 over the mile. Number one, Irish Playboy, 270 favourite. Six Indian Dreamer, 350. And then So Dapper, a $7.60 chance. Trevelyan single figures at 750. I think we can get the money straight away with Irish Playboy. His uh, last three starts, well, he's basically gone within a centimetre of winning three in a row. And I, I expect him to win the opening event on the car. He's been written by Boris Thorne and the senior rider, but they've got Jaden Lloyd today, so a little claim's going to help. He positions beautifully, and he's in career-best form. Putting in So Dapper, he's the interesting runner because he's the only leader here and you've got to worry about them if they get it cheap early and he's likely to. He, he hasn't been able to run a place in eight starts at Doombin though, but that's in the back of my mind there with So Dapper. But I do think at best, if he's having a good day, he could be hard to run down. So I've got him there as the exactor. Six Indian Dreamer, who was beaten, I think, um, you know, fair and square by Irish Playboy last start. So he's there with the chance. And number two, Mirren back in fourth. One, three, six and two. Race two is a benchmark 78, 2,000 metres. Number two, Greek Hero finds himself as a pretty clear $3.10 favourite here. Savvy Oak at 6.50 and Namakwa and Outback Gladiator both there at 7.50. Tappy's lad an $8 chance. Yeah, Greg Hero dropped to 52 and a half kilos at his last two, and he's finished fifth and fourth. I was on him both times, but nothing went right at all. So um, he's sort of um, back um, down in grade today, and he does take a major hike, though, in the handicaps. He's up to 60 kilos, never won over the 2,000, but I go back to his Tari Cup. Uh, performance uh, back in late November. He ran fourth, beaten a length and a half behind military mission. He had 62. Very wide. I thought he ran the 2,000 right out that day. 
significantly today. He's got barrier one where he can just sit on the rails, midfield, fourth, fifth, and then he'll get his chance to show us what he's got because he's he certainly deserves a victory after two unlucky runs. Six tappies, lad. He's more a mile and a half and further horse, but I like the fact that he's had a freshen up, around uh, about seven weeks. He's very genuine. Number 11, Confusion, and number 5, Savio, the last start winner. He'll be one of the on-paces here. Two six eleven five. Race 3 at Dooman today. Three-year-old, set weight, smile, good field here. Number 1, Soothsays in great form for Lee Friedman. $2.40 favourite. West of Africa, a fan of his at 3.30. Number 5, Full Pocket at 4.40. The Mashani Spartan at $9. But Soothsayer looking for three wins on the trot. The fixed odds favourite at the moment. He beat um, quite a few of these last start, including the horse that I'm going to recommend today in West of Africa. If you're looking at positioning, you'd be on Soothsayer, and I think all the putters are over him today because of where he's going to position, either leads or outside the leader. Tempo probably not strong, so he certainly holds the advantage, but I've always been a fan of West of Africa. Since I saw him during the Queensland Winter Carnival, he went around in the Phoenix and the J.J. Atkins, from memory, he wasn't um, a big, powerful colt back then, but he is now. He's had the break, and he looked stunning at Eagle Farm last start. The things went against him. They had to ride him quietly from the awkward gate. He gave them eight lengths. He ended up getting beaten three-quarters by Suze. So I'm just going more on potential here, and him maybe uh, still on the up. He's only had two runs back, whereas Suze is having his seventh run this term. Three to beat one, West of Africa over Soothsayer, seven Tyressa. She drops a lot in weight carry here, down four kilos, so she could be a knockout. And then Mashani Spartan, 3172. Fourth race at Doom and stay with the three year olds here over the 1,050. Number six, Hidden Wealth, $2.50 favourite. Number one, all that pizzazz, 390. And Billionaire Baby, only other horse in single figures, resumes here at 550. Yeah, I think Hidden Wealth number six is the other good thing on the card today. He's only had three starts. One at Ipswich, 800 metres, then third to the boom horse, Golden Boom, his stable mate. And then last start, a very, very easy win at the sunny coast. He just cruised up on the outside. So he wasn't bottomed out. I think there's another really good run in him, and that's today. So we'll go with him, Hidden Wealth, putting in two billionaire baby who's returning today. Look, he's going to have to go back to last, but that's his pattern anyway. He's a strong finisher. He's going to need luck in the home straight, but he always finishes strongly. 13 is the interesting runner. Quite an expensive um, yielding this fellow tarps for Scott Morrissey at the Gold Coast. He's not straightforward. In fact, I reckon he's probably been a nightmare for his trainer, but he's had a spell, and his recent barrier trial to Bow Desert showed that he... Looks as though he's getting his act together. I know he's got a lot of ability and enough ability to win this, but has he got the um, is he race wise enough to to capitalise on it? Not sure, but he definitely goes in the mix at a good price. Tarps and then number nine Casimir to run on six a good thing two thirteen and nine race five the Magic Millions B J McLaughlin Stakes Group Two two year olds twelve hundred metres the return of Tab Number Six Miss Cooter she's a two dollar thirty fixed favourite number three the Novelist three dollars ninety and then out to number nine Excel Dior eight dollars fifty works mighty and co but market comes away with these two for the good two year old race they're a very good race. Um, I can see the speed being right on here. Miss Cooter loves to lead and the novelist loves to lead as well. 
For me, I think that the novelist is probably going to be sharper out of the gates. And Miss Cooter, she has hesitated a little bit in her trials and her races so far. So I think the novelist will probably take it up from her. XL Door, Annabelle's filly, probably takes the trail third. I think the, the gallop is going to be very strong. So I'm looking at back markers to swamp them. I like Godzilla. I've had a good close look at his three barrier trials in Sydney. The latest trial was where we saw him given a bit of a squeeze and he picked up nicely. And I thought his trial was as good as Empire of Japan. Uh, so he's probably going to lack experience being a first starter, but he's been well prepared and I think he's going to be strong 1,200 metres. And about 11 or $12, we can bet on him each way. Godzilla. Number four works uh, for Annabelle Nisham. He's only had the one start and he ran fifth to Godfather, beaten 3.4, but he couldn't get clear. The rider had to take hold, Chad Schofield. He was swinging off him the last hundred because there was simply nowhere to go. He's got a good barrier and he'll benefit greatly from that race-wise and also fitness-wise. Then Mighty, um, she was good at the Gold Coast Metro meeting that day, a little break, she's back here. And then the Novelist. I'm just, uh, Miss Cooter's just a little bit short for me at the $2.30. Her two wins with respect to the opposition have been a little like barrier trials, where this is a fair income contest today. Two thirty, a little bit light, but five, four, seven, and three. Race six, first leg of the quarter, class six, thirteen, fifty. Number two, Paladas, three forty favourite. Number three, Petronius, right there at three sixty. Then Joviality, second up here at four sixty, and Enterprise Pom also a four dollar sixty chance, and they are well in front of the others. Yeah, there's basically two solid form lines to look at here: the Paladas form line when he won first up at Eagle Farm. And then the uh, form line of you called it, who's been a, a you know a, a wonderful horse for his connection since coming to Chris Lee's Gold Coast stable. So he's the measuring stick you called it. So I'm looking at that form line and going with number eight, Enterprise Pom. She led and finished third behind him last start. That was the first go over the longer 1350. So I think now that she's had three runs back from the spell, a go over the trip, she's ready to strike a win. Eight, Enterprise Pom to beat number two, Paladas. He was gifted that race at Eagle Farm. He, he got the beautiful ride. And Joviality probably felt the pinch a little bit towards the end when she raced up to beat him. He kicked and won it. Again, he's going to map beautifully here. He'll get every opportunity. Uh, Petronius was second, finishing ahead of Enterprise Pom and, and was second behind you called at last start. So they're very solid form lines. The only thing with Petronius is since coming to Barry Lockwood, he's had two starts and there have been two terrific performances, but a tongue tie is going on today. And then I've got Dr. Wynott, and he's my roughie to, for exotic bet type takers today. Eight, two, three, and six. We go to race seven. This is the Burnborough Plate. Uh, set weights and penalties listed over the mile. Equal favourites, number two, Skyman, and three, Arameo, $3.80 fixed. Number nine, Zuda Moon, right there for Jason Deemer at four forty. Linthor Lad is a $7 chance, then out to London Banker and Co. But at the moment, the fixed odds team of the tab cannot separate Skyman and Arameo. Yeah, they're both coming out of the Ingham and uh, Aaron Mayer ran a great race. He was fourth, whereas Skyman got back in the field um, but did make some progress, wasn't beaten all that far. This is a different scenario today, only a small field, 1,600 metres here at Durban. It's a, a tricky race. What you see is what you get with this field. I'm going with Zenifer 
number eight. And if we happen to get a middle two of rain, it's certainly going to enhance her chances. I'm looking at the Brisbane handicap form lines here, and she was good finishing close up behind London Banker. Uh, she ran fourth, back last, ran on strongly down the outside. Look, she, I'm just sort of guessing a little bit with her. I found it a tricky race. The only leader looks to be Zoo de Mern. Maybe a bit of pressure coming from Cedar Power. I don't see it as a strong tempo, so she's going to have to overcome that. But she's usually reliable to find the line strongly. Jennifer. Number 10 interests me. This is uh, Grand Remore for Chris Lees. Andrew Nadian riding this Mary, a rider plus a half, but he usually rides 55 and a half, 56. He's going to have to waste badly, uh, you know, waste heavily to ride her again. I'm copying that as a tip. And she was eye-catching last start in the Just Now, running on strongly, number 10. Ran about $16. Putting in two Skyman and three Arameo, both out of the, the Ingham. Eight, ten, two and three. Race eight, the Magic Millions, Falvalon, listed 1,200 metres. Open race, King of Sparta's back. 4.40 favourite, equal with number three, Garibaldi. 4.40. Four shooting for gold, 4.60. And Zethus there. Um... At last start, winner trialled quietly since at 7.50. F-Trooper, $9 chance. Really good sprint here, Maxi, for race eight. Yes, yeah, this is interesting for Godolphin because this is the um, wild card. If you win, you get a wild card into the Magic Million snippets. And Godolphin have won the past three runnings of this race. Um, Isaurian and then the last two years, Roe Heron. So they usually select the right horse for it and they've selected Zethus this year. I'm going with shooting for gold. I thought he had a great spring in Melbourne, returned with a, a terrific second placing. He, he, all he needed was another stride or two and he would have got up. So he's got that run under the belt. So I'm giving him the edge over King of Sparta, who has clearly targeted uh, Magic Midian's days. Two trials have been super King of Sparta. Looks as though he's back in really good order. Seven Blondo. Look, he probably wants something further, but if they go hard and he gets the gaps, he's got the ability to win. So I've got to include him in the quaddy. And Garibaldi's the one that will get the gun run. Four, two, seven, three, and then Zethus number six. Ninth and last, class three, set weights, 1,200 metres. RNT number one, 320 favourite. Number 11, Dovetail Diva at 440. $6 about 11, Deep Rogue. And, uh, uh, and number eight, Charlie's case, 650. What do we think in the last? It's a class three, 1,200 metres. I'm with number 10 here, Deep Rouge. Um, she's got barrier four. She hasn't had any luck at her last two starts, so I'm hoping it's third time lucky today. Last start at Durban, this track and distance, she ran fourth behind one of her rivals today, Dovetail Diva, beaten about 1.9, but she got a squeeze at the start. All of a sudden, she's last. And she's got it all to do. But she kept finding the line strongly. Hoping today from barrier four, she gets a clean getaway and can position in the first half. And I think she can be really strong late. Number one, R&T, would have clearly gone with him on top had this been 1,400. Um, he was great in the gateway a fortnight ago. Just pipped on the line by TikTok Queen over the 1,400. But he's back to 1,200. But in this class three, so beautifully handicapped, he can certainly win at R&T. Other chances, the 11 Dumptail Diva and number 8 Charlie's Case gets a lovely run from Barrier 1. I'm going 10 though, Deep Rouge over 1 R&T and then 11 and 8. Time for the best, Michael. What are you thinking? Early, race 1, number 1 Irish Playboy, race 4, number 6 Hidden Wealth. And I'm thinking, 
Race five, number five, Godzilla each way. I think around about 11 or $12 on tab at the moment. Have a great day, Michael, at the races. Have a terrific Christmas day, whatever you're doing, and we'll speak soon. Okay, thank you that, and to you as well. And your family, Richard, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Good on you, Michael. Michael Maxworthy is a good man and all the action from Brisbane. He will bring us on Sky Thoroughbred Central today. Now, don't forget, behind the gates is not too far away. I know the man we're about to speak to always has a, a bit of a crack at the behind the gates multi. 0419 Get your uh, questions in for Darren Flindell. Brad Davidson hurls and myself, 0419-767-272. We, we landed the multi last week, been a bit of a lean stretch, but we oh, want to do it again pre-Christmas. Gary Harley, Gaz, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Uh, made an early trip today. I'm already up the track. Uh, we an hour or so away from our TV uh, preview, but couldn't believe uh, the traffic. There was hardly any. Hardly saw a car all the way down the other expressway. So, mate, here at the track, you wouldn't get a better day. I cannot see a cloud. Sun blazing down. We're going to get up around the 30-degree mark for the seven-race program, and they are expecting a big crowd. Let's rip in. Seven races, Gaz. Four-year-old Nutwood's maiden to start the day over the 1,300 metres. Number one, Jabali Bell finds herself a 370 favourite. Number two, Oakfield Bluebell 420. Galactic Angel. Gee where's her kind of race here? Surely at 480. And Ranhita, 650. Arion Story, $8. Gary, in race one, what do you think? Let's bet of the day, number one, Jabali Bell. Absolutely flying in two race starts for Wayne Austin. Uh, Austin, it's Mitchell Bell and a good barrier. I'm second at Hawkesbury to Amaki on the 15th of December on the good four. And that's similar to what conditions it'll get today. I got to check at the start. Come out slow. Had to get across heels on the rail, off the rail at the 250. Just dipped a bit, 200 metres out. Got me less than a length and a half. Uh, the run was full of merit. Prior to that, it ran third at Hawkesbury to my uh, Eloise and did get the three lengths there after leading. But it's had the three starts now. It's very fit. And uh, Mitch riding from the good barrier, he'll give it a gun run. It'll either lead or be in the first few and hard to beat. Galactic Angel is the big danger. Uh, no doubt about that for Anthony Cummings. Uh, it runs fifth here last start. Got the two lengths. Got held up near the home turn. Uh, again, blocked for a run at the 200. You could argue that it was never really clear. It should have finished a lot closer. Uh, was a distant third on the Kenzo back on the 26th of October, but this is a much, much weaker race. Two Oakfield Bluebell. Got a few Oakfields in today. A couple of them have got a good chance too. Damien Lane trains this one. It runs fourth here. Beating three lengths to Captain George in a pretty strong race. On November 24, raced a bit keen up on the pace. I got clear at the 200, went okay. At number four, ran a heat up for Louise Munch. And the, the comeback girl, she's riding winners, Jenny Duggan, one, seven, two, and four. Race two on the day, Gaz, class 1,000 metres. Number one, command approved, is a $2.90 favourite, resumes. Number two, flying Shelley, 320. Uh, $4.40 about Rotorua here and $7 Meod for race two, guys. I like Flying Shelley. She's a very, very tough filly. Trained by uh, Bjorn Baker. 
only had the two runs. She'd been trialling bounce down before her debut run at Newcastle. I think she won three trials in a row and won them easily too. And then she came to Newcastle for a 900. I tipped her and she blew alarmingly in the bet out to $4 and she won impressively. Ran down her stable mate hot Sunday. Went to Kemble around the other run on the 10th of December. Both these runs are on good fours. Fled, shared the lead on the turn and was headed inside the 100. Got beat about a length and a half by a horse that Gerald has always said has got a lot of talent, Captain Bond. It's going to love this track, Rich. If I went to Kemmer and Newcastle, you know, big, long straight, but the shortest straight and the tighter track will suit her, and she's a very fast filly. Uh, the top weight will be hard to beat. Commander proved. It's been gilded since its last run. Gay and Adrian had it in all its race starts, five starts for one win. It's now with Matthew Smith, drawn a bit tricky, uh, but a nice trial win at Roseville recently. Number three, Miod. It won well on the booth for Michael Friedman at Wyong. Uh, and then it went to Wyong. I don't know what happened the other day. Did get a bit of a bump at the 500, but it got well beaten there by a smart filly, Serena Sophia. And that was on Wyong Cup Day, uh, Magic Millions Day. So I think it'll go better today. And number four, Rotorua. But Mark Newnham is the last start. Uh, winner at Mowra. Numbers two, one, three, four. Race three, Wyong. Three-year-old midway maiden plate, 1,100 metres. Number one, Chipper. Gets his chance again. 230 favourite. Canada Bay, challenger here at $4. Thief by night, 440. Adore the rush, first starter at $12. Your thoughts, Gaz, race three. I think Chipper can win. Uh, I thought it could win if uh, Kim scratched it and kept it for uh, Newcastle on Boxing Day on the Beaumont track. Look, won a trial by a big space recently at Wyong. Now, Gibbo's ride done a lot of riding over the years to Kim, but I don't think he's ever ridden this horse, but Kim must have got him down the trial, or he did ride it in the trial here at Wyong uh, only a week or so back, and it just splits him by more than three lengths. So he's had a lot of speed. Back in March, it runs second at Canterbury, only beaten half a length at Spacewalk. And Alpha One run third. Do you think that form wouldn't win this race? Uh, then it went to Warwick Farm and run third to North Star Lass. Went to the paddock. Nice and fresh. Good trial win. Going to tip it. Give those on. Number eight, uh, Canada Bay. Going to get the favours from Barrier One. It's Louise Day. Run third of Bathurst first up recently. Raced a bit too keen. But I think a beat a length at a quarter. Number five will run all right. Uh, feet by night for Sam Kavanagh with a lovely barrier. Lee Magorian rides. Uh, run fourth at Tauri. It's only start. Got beat about three and a half up there. It ran on okay. It was ridden out. And number two, Kulex. Failed first up. And it had trial all right before that. Expect an improvement. One, eight, five, and two. Race four, three-year-old Nutwood's Maiden, 1,100 metres. Wind shadows, second day at the races. $3 favourite here. Number seven, our lady Stardust, 390. Mad Darcy is in the mix there at 550. And a couple of yard watches here. First starters, number five, Cyclone Rupert, $8. And number three, Rubik's Choice, $10 chance. Yeah, I like Wind Shadow. It's with Maren Eustace. Ron okay, but these day rides only at the one run at Kembla on a good four on December 10. 
got me point three of a length. Uh, I was fourth to rail during the run and then got into the clear at the 250, hit the front, but a uh, horse called Treasurer, who had been trialling good, had been waiting for it for a while, and it produced a trial for them to win the race to storm home. Now, Rich, you was at midweeks Wednesday, uh, just victory lane, it won for the prizes, didn't it? It did. He beat that um, first starter of Chris's uh, step step aside, was it, I think? Yeah. Step aside or That's something. That's right, yeah. Yeah, well, why I'm saying this, Vickery Lane finished second in this race at Kembla and only just beat this horse win shadow. So if that's not good form after Vickery Lane won the uh, midweeker, I'll turn it up. So I'm at win shadow here. I think this will run well, Mad Darcy. Uh, for David Pfeiffer, stable as usual, having a good run. The winning Rupert Mayor, Newcastle got rid of about 2.8 first up uh, when solid in the market. But last time he had a couple of good placings, run second twice, not far away at Kembla. And uh, has got a bit of speed if they want to use it. Read by Max Whitby, I just noticed. So I think it'll run okay. Cyclone Rupert's another winning Rupert. First starter for Bjorn Baker, who trained the Sire. Uh, won two trials lately at Kembler and Hawkesbury. Got a lot of speed. And number seven, our lady starter, the Geraldine Sterling. One thirteen five and 7. Race 5 at Wyong today. Class 1 over the 13.50 metres. Open market. Number 2, Ironbark Artie. $4.20 favourite. 11, Pinky. Um, going for back-to-back wins at $5. Siren Star, number 1, a $7 chance. And Assiduity Gaz, tab number 4, an $8 chance. Who do you fancy for race 5? I like Pinky. I clicked it the other day when it... It won first up. Annabelle Neeson's got her. And uh, she's a lovely filly by Pariah. Now, she had two runs back in the winter. She got me two lengths of Canterbury to Spicy Hot Pot on a heavy eight. And again on a heavy nine this time at Newcastle. Uh, she run fourth beyond Vinnie Spirit. Had a spell trial well. And it was at Scone that she won the race. She stretched out nicely. Extended well for Alicia Collett up there and run away. $1.50 she was on the strength of a good trial and run away to win easily. She goes good. Um, now, Jamie Powell's riding up. He's the uh, European boy who's with Mark Newnham. He's only riding here till, I think, the end of January or February, and he's going back home. He claims two, so he's got a chance here uh, on this uh, Philly, uh, the rider winner at Wyong. Number two, Ironbark Artie will run well for the Snowdens. It runs second at Kembla. Was beaten three lengths the other day. No match for the winner, Carla Hardy, but it still went okay. Uh, number one, uh, Siren Star got good form on a Canterbury first up. Then run third at Kembla, beaten a couple. Missed a kick when it ran third at Kembla. Could have been a bit unlucky. And number four, Assiduity got a lot of speed. Can improve 11, 2, 1, and 4. Race 6, Wyong. Benchmark 68, 1200 metres. Oakfield Triumph, dominant $2.15 favourite here. Number 1, Don Luigi, $5. The Storm in Mead, tab number 8, 750. And Flying Tyrrell, single figures, $2.15. Gaz, Oakfield Triumph. Well, if ever a horse was uh, in the right race to win, it's Oakfield Triumph. The reason being, 
LIM won the $100,000 Magic Million three- and four-year-old here the other day from Shalal. Now, both of those are very, very good, and they're both going to be well in the market in the Magic Million three- and four-year-old on the Gold Coast. Now, this horse only got beat 2.3, and gee, it made up good ground in the straight run third. So on the strength of that run, that's why it's $2.15. I mean, if it hadn't a race that day, it would have been probably 4 or $5 in this race. But on the strength of that run, it was just terrific effort. I can't comment it on it on the day. The only negative, Rich, is a terrible barrier. Uh, and Andrew Atkins will need a good run uh, right here. But I think uh, it's got the quality pretty short now. Don Luigi's a big O for uh, Kerry Parker. Uh, it run uh, second at Kembla, only beaten a long header, so to Karate last start. Set outside the leader. Uh, it'll go forward from that tricky barrier, you would imagine. Ain't the storm in me. Now, it went to a highway. First up, got a bit of talent for a race like this. And it ran last. No, it didn't. It ran 10th at 16, beaten four and a half length. Now, had another look at the replay this morning. It was three wide no cover running fifth of the run and got held up in the straight, but their late, it got into the clear and, you know, it didn't exactly have a flashing light. But I think it would have run closer either for getting held up and I think it'll run all right. And number five, all girls. Three, one, eight, and five. Seventh and last. Gaz finish off with a benchmark 64 over the mile. It's uh, why on next race day, 7th of January. Again, plenty of holiday makers will get to these meetings. Number two, show me your love. Uh, Chris Lee's Andrew Gibbons, 440 favourite. Number four, the Crimson Idol, $6. Too good to be true, $6.50. And $7, about number seven, Lady Super Spy and 12, Cyan. Nice open market in the last, Gaz. I'm number one. Gaz, for you, Dragon Dream, $14. I'm going to have a stab at it at $14. Trained by Alan Keogh on the track. Back on the 24th of October, and around that time, it was going over $22,300. On second around Candidate in the Sestock Cup, and I'm on second at Warwick Farm to Essential Sky, second at Newcastle to Daniloquin. Now, they're all over a lot longer trip, but... It had about six weeks off, six or seven weeks off, and resumed at Randwick in on the 10th of December in a midway. Got beat five lengths. Again, quick, one of the first out. Uh, was running fourth in the run. Never got a clear crack at him for a long time. Lost ground in the straight. Held under the 200. And then, you know, the bird had flown. They got beat five lengths. Very smart man with a horse, Alan Keogh. At that price, I'm inclined to have a little each way on it at $14. It'll be very strong late. Jenny Duggan rides. She's on the crest of a wave. Got a lovely barrier. If it can settle midfield uh, or so and get a crack at them in the short straight here, I think it's got an each way hope. Show me your love. Now, it'll show that it won... It cost over the last start. But what happened, Rich, it was a dead eat for first. It wasn't, it didn't dead eat for first over the line. It protested successfully, um, Aaron Bullock did, with 
either the horse had dead eated or whatever happened. Uh, I watched the race and I uh, just can't remember. All I know is that uh, they were saying the protest had definitely be upheld. So by upholding the protest, it ended up dead eating for first with Poets Performer. Goes okay for Chris Lees, hard to beat. The Crimson Idol's in very good form and number seven, Lady Super Spy. Uh, ridden upside down the other day. Two or three runs before that, got back to last and flew home. So I reckon Tracy Bartley uh, would have said to Karen McAvoy, we'll go forward today and see what she can do. So Karen put her in a gun spot behind the leader, what you thought would be a gun spot, and she just dropped out. She wasn't the same horse. So back in the field, Mitchell Bell, good barrier. One, two, four, seven. Best bet, Rich. Race one, number one. Beautiful day. You wouldn't get better. Good on you, Gaz. Merry Christmas. So to you, mate. Thanks for everything through the year. Uh, it's been a, another successful year for our organisation uh, at Sky. And uh, may the winners keep coming for the punters, Rich. Let's hope that's the case. Gary Harley, there you go. Might have been a chat with Gary on Monday, Boxing Day Racing around the place. Uh, we're going to take a short break. On the other side, it is behind the gates. We'll reveal our multi at around about a quarter to 11. The number to text in, a few texts coming in. Here's your chance to um, have a chat with Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson. Davo's taking a little spell after today. So is Hurls. What is it with these fellas? 0419-767-272. Text lines open. Join the conversation. Time a bit of Christmas Eve fun here. 0419-767-272. And a little bit of a robust roundtable discussion with Behind the Gate shortly. A break and back with that. In a moment, the traffic. A wise man once said, second marriage is the triumph of hope over experience. Experience the pleasures of wine. Try a bottle of Windy Peak wine by De Bortoli. Here's the traffic. Are you ready to move it? Madagascar the Musical is now playing at Sydney Coliseum Theatre. Hurry, only until January 1st. Book at madagascarthemusical.com.au. Parramatta Road heavily congested through Auburn and Lincoln in both directions and slowing through Stratfield, Centenary Drive northbound to Arthur Street. Delays out of ride down towards the Ride Bridge and through roads. Concord Road is slow to Homebush Bay Drive. Also delays around the Sydney Fish Markets, Piermont Bridge Road. Last minute Christmas shopping? Bunnings can help you give your loved ones more for less this Christmas. Drop into your local Bunnings warehouse today and pick up a Bunnings gift card for their perfect gift. I'm Philippa, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong Champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au Inglis is the only Australian auction house where you could have bought the winners of the Australian Grand Slam, the Golden Slipper, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate and Melbourne Cup in the past decade. Seize your moment. Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au too darn hot, 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 and too darn hot, too darn good. Looking a very special two-year-old and wins easily. A champion two-year-old, champion three-year-old, who is by UK's best ever stallion, Dubali. 
He was four from four at two, dominating the Group 1 Dewhurst Stakes, then added two more Group 1s at three. To Dan Hoff, his first yearlings are at the sales now. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Hey trainers, is your horse a fussy eater? Can't keep weight on, has loose manure, anxious behaviour or is prone to tying up? Racing and intense exercise is stressful to the gut, which can affect performance. Poseidon Animal Health has the answers with their new racing-specific supplement, Digestive RP. Targeting the entire digestive system, Digestive RP will power performance from within. Visit PoseidonThoroughbred.com to learn how to best fuel your horse's engine. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fix odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, welcome to Behind the Gates, Christmas Eve edition. We'll do this again on Monday as well, but uh, let's focus on the here and the now. Uh, the text line is open. Join the conversation. Join the discussion here on 0419-767-272. Any thoughts on these runners today? You think something's under the odds? You think something's ridiculous value? Quite often our, our text is firing horses that we might not always look at, and we look back at the results the next day and think, gee, that better place at massive odds. And we try and give you uh, our thoughts, and uh, we love to hear from you. So 0419 and uh, we'll have a crack at the Behind the Gates multi once again. Andrew Hurley will join us soon. He's just doing a little bit with his young bloke, George, this morning, so that's fine. We'll uh, have Hurley join us in a while, but let's hope his phone's in, in okay order this week because there was a bit of drama with it last week. I speak of Brad Davis and Dave. Good morning to you and Merry Christmas. Yeah, morning, Richard. Morning, everyone. Good Merry Christmas to you and to all the the listeners out there. Yes, uh, I went uh, straight to the phone store on Sunday. They flicked some button and went, you're all good. They opened it up, flicked the button, and that was it. And here's here's the $100 bill. (laughs) Yeah. No, actually, I got away with it because uh, I'd already paid them to fix it. So it was was all good, and uh, we're back rock and rolling. Do you like the meeting? I don't mind it. It's not a bad meeting to, to play. It's... I think a lot's going to depend on this track pattern with the rail out nine metres. I'd be much more confident if the rail was in the true position today, but um, 
that all go back in the true position on Boxing Day. So uh, we'll have a look at it. We'll have to monitor it throughout the day, but I still think there's some decent bets throughout the program. Darren Flindell is calling all the action out of Ramwick today. Got a few home games coming up for Darren. Good morning, mate. Yes, good morning, Richard and Brad. Yeah, it's nice having the, the home games. And, boy, it's going to be a warm day as well. It looks like a top of 30 degrees coming up. It's just a beautiful morning coming up here to work. Uh, what do you make of the program, Darren? Are you, um, are you bullish or guarded? How are you thinking? Um, I, I don't mind certain races on the card. Probably about half the races I'm keen to have a little play in and others I might just uh, sit out. Fair enough. You're quite entitled to. Um, well, he's here. He's, uh, la- I think his last show here before a little bit of a summer hiatus. Speak of Andrew Hurley. Morning, Hurls. Ho, ho, ho. L.A. Richard and uh, Darren. And also, uh, Brad, well, I'm actually on leave, but I decided uh, to uh, to step in. I actually missed last week because I got COVID again, which wasn't mm. much fun, but uh, I'm all clear now. Do you have your laptop there? Can you see some of the movers around the place this morning? Yeah, a few people uh, want to get involved and obviously fill the uh, Christmas sack. So, uh, yeah, there has been a few uh, runners today. I'm just looking at this program. It looks tough, but um, yeah, two-year-olds would normally sit there and uh, and just watch, and that's probably what I'll be doing today in that race. But, uh, gee, it's an interesting race, the, the, the first uh, there with Empire Japan. Obviously very impressive on debut. We've got Platinum Jubilee, Godfather, uh, which just went up to Brisbane there for an easy kill last start. Uh, it's been a bit easier this morning, however. We might start with race number one. Questions just rolled in here about the two-year-olds. Hurls, can you give us the latest market for the drink-wise plate? Babies get the day going in the first on the program. Our relatives comes out two by one, the deduction. Now, Empire of Japan's 240 hasn't budged. Ditto with Platinum Jubilee, 250. Uh, Godfather, 460 to 550. It's pretty soft this morning. Fire Lane's $10 to $9. Cathay bracelet, uh, 31 to 26. Uh, Pretty Roo is a $34 chance at 41 to 34. Super Norwest. Brad, are you surprised by the drift of Godfather? Uh, no, I'm not, to be honest. I, I, I marked him $12 personally, and I, oh, uh, yeah, I think he'll get out to sort of $7, $8. That would be my sort of thought on him. But um, Someone, ring, someone ring James Harron and get him to ring Brad Davison for Dave Bet. Yeah, well, I was being kind to him as well to get into that point because he's... Look, he's had a big, big drift that got out for that much. No, nah, he wouldn't. He's not going to get out there, that's for sure. But I think he'll get out to $7, $8. I really do. I, I think he's yeah, gone up far too short because when you look at the, the data on the debut win, like, it looked visually very impressive. But those behind him, uh, I don't even know if they're city class to start with. And then you look at the time and you go, well, he's run two lengths slower than the Phillies and they were a bit of a bunch finish too. So... All the all the data suggests that he's got a fair bit of room to make up here. And look, he's a he's a lightly raced horse. He's well bred, so maybe he can make up that. But when you're dealing with facts and what they've done today, his performance is about five lengths off the other two. So um, I'm five one. I think it's the race in two. Which way you go? A bit of a flip of the coin. No, I'm just going with Platinum Jubilee. They ran similar time on debut in the Jim Crack and the Breeders, but. She was much stronger that last 200. Her last 200 was second best of the entire meeting. And I just think it was, I don't know, you look at both races and generally the format of them can be a bit mixed. But, you know, the format of the Breeders hasn't exactly stood up. Mac 10 was beaten a similar margin since. And, um, look, he's going to have the sit. I think they'll go forward on Platinum Jubilee and, and she'll be there 
right for the uh, for the picking if Empire of Japan, Japan can just sit on her back and, and get last crack. So that's his chance with J-Mac aboard. I don't think there'll be much between them, but I think they'll pair out those two and I think there's a fair gap to the rest. So five from one from me, but um, wouldn't be surprised to see Empire of Japan win. Darren, just before your comments, I, I will get to the, the question here, which is from Brew and Jerring Gong, and uh, you'll both have your thoughts here. It's a generalised question. Hi, hi, boys. How do we line up the two-year-old form, which is a quite a broad question, but I suppose, Darren, um, how are you seeing this race today? Uh, pretty much the same as Brad, uh, Platinum Jubilee over Empire of Japan. I think they, they're the two winning chances, and I like uh, the way Platinum Jubilee has shown us in, in trials subsequent to the uh, the win that day, that she can sit handy to the speed. She's been up on pace. I think she's even led one of those trials. And she, she's a very exciting filly, Platinum Jubilee. And I think she might just have an edge on Empire of Japan. And then when you're looking at who's going to run third and fourth, I think that's the battle between most likely Godfather. But Fire Lane, I don't think, can be underestimated. Going off at double figures has been quite tough at both her runs, uh, Fire Lane. But uh, she's very exciting, Platinum Jubilee. They're the two for the uh, Magic Millions. I think Empire of Japan is just the favourite in front of Platinum Jubilee and Godfather double figures for the Magic Millions. But today I think Platinum Jubilee can beat Empire of Japan. A couple of punters happy to take the $12 uh, about uh, Godfather if it was available. So we'll see what happens uh, with the market there. We bounce around the races, um, as we, we well know in this segment. Te uh, get your text in. We'll get through these. 0419-767-272. Hurls, can I grab a market off you, please, for race number six today? Thank you. Certainly can. And this is over the 2,400. We've seen of clubs the favourite. Now, went up 5.50 uh, on Wednesday to full field. It's now $3.90 and went up that price this morning, got to uh, $4 quote. We've got 550 Wanga Wanda, and it is very safe in the market. Uh, it was home last start. Uh, just the Jedi's 950 into 750 today. Went up 750 early doors. Agnelli 7 to 750, 850 to 94. Awesome wonder. McGeehan's 950 to 10. Not much change away from that. Uh, yeah, King of Clubs clearly best back uh, since the opening whistle. And second up today, the nurse that had a had a trial which you don't uh, pay much attention to. You, you said recently. During a campaign, Brad. Yeah, I think the you know mid mid prep trials are always tickovers, and they've got to be well, they've got to be treated. If they win them well, impressively in the middle of the prep, then you've got to be really careful because I mean they're 100% fit those horses, and the horses they're up against are 70, 80% fit building fitness levels, so it's easy to get carried away with those types of trials, but. Uh, look, he's had a tick over. I, I like that setup in terms of just keeping the fitness levels up for him. I think he's the horse to beat. I, I think the only bet I could have in the race, though, is Smirk, the two. Um, wide and too bad to be true there over the 2000 at Randwick last time out. Go back to the run prior. I think she should have beaten home King of Clubs. Was held up at a, at a crucial stage and hit the line a little bit better than him. Yes, he's got a bit more improvement, but uh, look, she's, she's proven now to sort of 2,200 metres run well in an Oaks up there in Queensland. So I think she's the bet in the race, although I do concede the 58 and a half. She's weighted up to her very best there as well. But look, one, the one to beat, but um, two, the, the little spec out wide if, um, if the odds, odds hold up. You might even get a little bit better. I know the market's quite 
strong on last start performances and she lacked their last start. So you might even get a little bit better late in the piece with her, but she's the way I would play the race. Uh, Darren, before you have your say, I will just get to the question here, which I was hoping to do here. Season's greetings to the panel. Any chance for an omen tip in race six, number 11, Credit Crunch, to your right? And, uh, look, uh, Mark from Gaimea, we will get to the Jockey's Challenge a little later. Just wondering what price Zach Lloyd is going to be in that Jockey's Challenge. We will get there. Mark, stay with us. But, yeah, Darren, your thoughts on race six? And, yeah, um, Mark, wanting to know thoughts on Credit Crunch. Credit Crunch could be um, more of a place ticket type, I thought, just carrying 50 kilos. So that does get your attention and has run well. At her last two, she actually really hit the line probably better than most in the race at Warwick Farm at the end of the mile and a half, so there's no doubt about her running the distance. When King of Clubs was resuming, I wasn't very keen on him first up 2,000 metres. I, I thought his trial, he just didn't show enough in that. And I was pleasantly surprised how well he ran against a zoom on. He's had the tick over trial at Hawkesbury on Monday, which is a nice quiet trial, so he's had a, another run around. Uh, a week leading up to this race today. I just keep coming back to King of Clubs here. Um, I was entertaining Smirk a little bit last week, and, yeah, she was three-wide, but, boy, didn't she? Uh, she caved in there and was, was beaten out of sight there at the end. Thought Funga Wonder is holding the form quite consistently, that it could be considered for Cornellas. I like the way Just a Jedi won at Warwick Farm last time, and I can't see much speed in the race. McGann will probably be right up there, so it might be able to, to nick a place and then Credit Crunch running on. But I just keep coming back to King of Clubs over the mile and a half today. I'm... Um, I think he'll get the distance fine, and he showed me enough first up there that he's probably the one to beat in this company. Uh, Darren, John texts about that horse. John says uh, King of Clubs has hoof filler. Is that detrimental to his chances? Is that, is that a put-off for you much, Darren, that kind of thing? Yeah, I don't like seeing it um, generally, uh, but... If I don't go with King of Clubs, I'm not really sure what other options are to take here. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not excited when I see about the hoof filler going on during a preparation. Do you worry don't about worry that, Brad? Don't worry about it. No, no. I had a look at the stats of it a couple of years ago, and it was actually actually positive profit on turnover. So if you backed all the horses that had synthetic hoof filler going on, you'd make a profit. So it's just one of those things that, in my opinion, is overplayed. It's just... Keep, just to keep it all together, but there's no no no, no issue with me. I, don't, I look at it and don't even give it a second thought these days. Race two, Hurls. My grab a market, please. Question there about race two. Benchmark 78, 1,800 metres. And the favourite here is Logan Streetline in a very wide-open market, and it has been 380 to 3.90 today. Now, early doors, they did go up at a decent price of 5.50, so it's been well tried. Uh, similar story deficit 550 into five. Now, Touristic was back early doors as well. $10 on Wednesday afternoon, $6 this morning now into 550. Irish Legend's been soft since the market opened, 420 out to $7, 8 to 850 Timpanus. Then we go to the drama to 11 to 10, back to 11. Uh, best two back runners here are numbers three and seven, Logan Street Lion and a Touristic. Um, Paul from Putney with a question here, guys. He says, uh, really quite like Touristic today. I love these imports with the run under the belt. Any kind of a push? Uh, might go with uh, Darren for a start here. 
Yeah, I was tossing in this uh, between deficit and touristic. At the end of the day, I've gone with deficit. I, I've been following him and I want to give him one more chance up to the 1800 metres as he wasn't getting a whole lot of room last time in the race won by Colour Sergeant. But uh, touristic's only run here was good. Uh, I thought checkered passage and we never really got to see uh, McAvoy sit down and ride this stallion ride out. Uh, he's proven at the trip overseas, the 1800 metres. In fact, that was the, the last win before he was exported. So, yeah, I think he's a great chance, Touristic, but I'm just sticking with deficit today. They were my two, five and seven. Brad? Yeah, look, I think it's got a great chance, Touristic. It's an easy bet to have because you kind of go, well, these are all pretty well exposed and we know what they're about, where this horse is coming off a sit and sprint first up, where it's only been two lengths, now gets to potentially a chance to show some of that staying prowess out to the 1800 metres and uh, will really relish that trip and it's already a winner overseas over that trip so again uh, I thought there was nothing between it and Timpanist I thought he was the other one um, I went with him over Touristic just from a price perspective because I knew Touristic would be backed and probably start closer to 450 and this horse will hold its mark out around that $88.50 mark yes he's a better Kensington horse but he's run well on the Ramwick course proper before I like the fact that Villadens come out and frank that form. He's got a really nice turn of speed, this horse, and can sit back and in a race where they're all bobbing up and down, apart from him at Touristic. I, I thought he uh, might be able to, to finish sharply here at some good each-way odds. So, Timpanis, but Touristic would definitely not talk you out of. I think it's a great chance, and I think it will start a little bit shorter too. I think Logan Street line's too short and has to drift. A kind comment here, guys, for the multi. Hey, Richie, I bagged the multi price last week, but credit where credit is due. I suppose, guys, you know, when it comes down to the price and hurls, you can elaborate. It's just the calculation of the tips and selections we go with. Sometimes, you know, you, we'd like it to be maybe a longer price than the, the $3.50, but the main thing is we, we get it up for everyone, I suppose. Yeah, well, there's a few variables involved, and I think we have, I certainly have this discussion with Brad almost every week. We're damned if we do, damned if we don't in a number of ways. If we go wide and, you know, obviously uh, we let uh, we have a bigger price, and just natural, if you've got a bigger price, you're, you're less of a chance for one of a better term. But, uh, yeah, last week we weren't pretty short. People got to realise, too, you know, if you got smaller uh, fields and you're asking for top four, well, naturally the price is going to be... Uh, it's going to be a little bit shorter, but at the end of the day, a winner is a winner. I was very relieved to get it up uh, last week, to be honest, and uh, and hopefully we'll get it up uh, this week, and we'll let you know what the selections are in a short while. But I can tell you, uh, Dicko from the Tabbers, a little bit of Christmas GST on the price today. Isn't Dicko nice? He's a good bloke. He is a good bloke. He's one of the good guys. Bit of annual leave coming up for Dicko or not? Uh, not sure, actually. I'm more worried about my own annual leave. <laughs> I bet it's all, Darren, I bet it's all laid out for Hurls there. You know just what he's doing and where he's going. And all planned. Mm, half your luck. You've done well luck. getting that COVID out of the way a week before Christmas. Oh, I'll tell you what, yeah, the timing. Yeah, it knocked me around. I remember I got it uh, last year on the, on the Boxing Day meeting, then it wiped me out up to New Year. Yeah, it's no fun. Well, I got lucky last year. I got it the day I was supposed to go back to work. In <laughs> fact, then you had, you had to isolate. I, I think I was six or seven days here. I got, a, yeah. I, got a, I got a day one of the Magic Millions this year and spent a week in a hotel room on the Gold Coast looking out the window. Yeah, at the that would have been tough. 
Hopefully, hopefully Hills' holiday doesn't include uh, yelling out the window at, at runners on the Central Coast, as he did to me about four weeks ago. I was just I enjoying a, a peaceful. I was just enjoying a peaceful stroll on a Sunday yeah. afternoon, and next minute I've got this hooligan hanging out the window and yelling at me. I'm thinking, what's going on? And there's Hills out the window of the car. He's about 500 metres behind his uh, behind his better half too. That's what I found amusing. Oh, <laughs> what in need of the run, Brad? Oh, definitely in need of the run. Yeah, <laughs> no, she goes a bit faster than me. I just like to just cruise out the back. Doesn't matter where you start, where you finish, Brad. Let's get a market here, uh, Hurls, please for race number three. I just is there a little move here this morning for Ausbred Flirt? I, um, I'm looking at equal favourites here, Brad, for race number three. If you can give us a market, please. No, the money's with Estadio Mastella, although uh, it is joint favourite with Osbred Flirt. And Osbred Flirt actually went up to 80 Wednesday afternoon. It's actually drifted out to 330. Now, deduction there, only one for E Street, and that's three by two. Uh, Tenderizer's on the next line, $6. $10 into $9. This will be the one. It went up $15, and we've got Exceladus, uh, $9. Stadio. Mastella, uh, well, I thought it was sensational at Rose Hill, and then it was a bit of a flop last start. Or excuses, Brad? Oh, look, I think there were excuses. Back off a slow tempo over racing, but it's an interesting one because it's not, I can't give it a figure the start prior to Rose Hill because it did sit found the fast lane. If you went on the fence that day, you couldn't do anything, and uh, it just sucked up behind them on the fence, had everything go right, and then beat a I beat a very average field that the former's been very average out of. So you're kind of going, okay, where does this horse fit in? It's clearly better than last start, but maybe not as good as the the Rose Hill win sort of suggested how stylish it was. So draws well, finds J-Mac, good gate, can settle close. I just kind of left with it, to be honest, um, without a great deal of confidence. I think I was Red Flirt to a great chance, but... Again, hasn't been beating a great deal at all and, and comes to town and you, you're forced to take a very short quote. So it's worth looking a bit wider. Um, you know, there's there's a few out wider that can do something uh, in the summertime, it's not hopeless and whatnot. But, yeah, look, I've, I've left with the study on Mastala, but I'm, I'm not confident. Um, just, Darren, just the, the text there is from, I want to Brad's name, is Steve from Umina. Is Exceladus a bit of a forgotten horse here? You can deal me out of Exceladus. I was on him last time in the midway. Abdullah gave it the gun run, leaders back, went up the inside and wouldn't pick up. So you're uh, saying you're happy to be overlooked? Well, I'm not uh, I'm not following up from a wide draw, I can assure you of that. Um, now, as far as the Stadium of is concerned, I guess what is in his favour with Rebel County, Osbred Flirt and Tenderise all in the race... He's going to get a much more genuine pace on today. So that's in his favour. But still, I was a bit disappointed uh, the way he's just plotted to the line there. He didn't actually beat one home uh, that day at Rose Hill, getting right to the outside. I just wanted to see a little bit more over the last 100 or so, and it just wasn't there. So I'm going with Osbred Flirt. He's had four runs this preparation. A couple of luckless runs kicking off. Got a mile back at Newcastle first up over 1,200 metres and was held up at Hawkesbury next time out over 13. And then they've been putting her up on the speed and she just killed them at Kembla, winning a, a Class 1 there on November 26 at short odds and then backed it up again over a mile there last time out, sitting in a forward role. I think she's just an informed mare. She'll be in the top three in the run, just hope not working too hard, but I want to I want to stick with the informed mare, Osbred Flirt. 
Just uh, on that listener, just with Exelatus or Exceladus, look, I think it's a chance, and the reason I'll give it a give it a, I'll tell that uh, listener not to, you know, to, well, not talk him out of it is simply because I actually met Osbred's flirt earlier this preparation, and Darren's points uh, salient in that the fact that Osbred's been settling closer since it did this day, where it settled back near last, but. Exceladus sat three wide no cover that day and still beat home Osbred for comfortably. So I think we get a direct form line there, there. And, you know, one's $3 and the other's much better odds. So it might just be one of those races where Osbred Fleur to a Mastella might not quite level up to it. And then all of a sudden that brings the horses like Exceladus into it. So I wouldn't say no for that, uh, that person there, but can see what Darren said. Uh, expected a bit more the other day for sure. Um. Hurls, we have four questions here around race eight. Some very strong opinions, some head scratches. So this is the Phillies and Mares race. We wanted to market if we can for race eight at Ramwick today, please, Hurls. Uh, well, Phillies and Mares uh, races are always tricky assignments. And in this event, we've got Sunshine in Paris, 250 to 240, 370 to 380, Kerr Royale. Uh, we've got Billionaire Baby, or Billion Dollar Baby, I beg your pardon. It's $10 into seven fifty Now, Easy's been Vienna Princess, went up uh, six fifty on Wednesday. This morning, 12, got into 9, it's now out to 11. A little bit of specking there for Emma Thuba. It's 21 into 16, but... Uh, yeah, pretty short, 2.40 sunshine in Paris. Uh, Zach Lloyd takes the ride, coming down from uh, Queensland, finished by on stroll last start, but yeah, 2.40 seems... Uh, seems Pretty tight. Went up $4 on Wednesday afternoon. Okay, here we go. Jeffrey, Merry Christmas, boys. Hope everyone ha- has a cracking one. Kerr Royale is a living, breathing moral today. Oh. Bit, bit, of, bit of Vowmaster talk from last weekend, yeah. guys. Yes, oh. full of bravado there, Jeffrey. <laughs> Watto, high gents, punters club. Desperately need a winner before Christmas. You're not wrong. Evo has backed Kerr Royale. Are we a chance? And also... Uh, morning. The only thing that beats Sunshine in Paris is the 1,200 metres, not barrier. Last three runs, including trial, have been over 1,200 metres. Looking for further, maybe. And one final question here. Uh, good morning. Just after an opinion on Electrica in race state in Sydney, Sean from Penrith. So, Brad, if you can uh, dissect race eight, please. Yeah, first of all, Electrica missed the start the other day. Best late sectionals home on the entire night. So I can see where you're coming from there. If you can jump out of the gates, uh, a definite improver here and can run well at odds. Uh, look, I see it with Carayal. It's, it's there, it's on speed, it's J-Mac, but, oh, gee, it's short, isn't it? I mean, it's not coming out of the, the best race I've ever seen. It's going to be fitter. I do concede. I concede it's a great chance, but... Fair dinkum. If the rail was in the true position here, this would be a dollar eighty chance. Sunshine in Paris. I mean, Perrault's got fifty nine and a half. Sunshine in Paris got fifty kilos. If there's nine and a half kilos difference in ability between this these two, also I'll give the game away. Um, the the problem is is the the rail at nine metres. You know how the track's going to play is the concern for her. And I take the point from that listener too whether she's looking for just that little bit further, but I think she's been kept fresh enough. I know people want to potter off a Canberra maiden win, but people have to look at the time and realise that she absolutely smashed the clock that day. She's gone to Brisbane. She's run an enormous race up there in stakes grade. Uh, it's, the time stacked up really well to the George Moore stakes on the day, and, and now she's here. She is thrown in with 50 kilos on her back with uh, an informed jockey. So 
Uh, if the track's fair, I think she wins. I think the one is the one that's silly odds here, though. Like, started $3.60 favourite against Kill Royale last time out, and uh, everyone now wants to jump off. Well, she clearly went too bad to be true the other day. She pulled up with a poor recovery, so she had an excuse. Everyone wants to pot her at 1,200 metres, but she ran second to Bacchanalia in a Gosford Guineas over 1,200. She leads here with the rail out. She plays in, so the rail out's the big key with her here. I think she'll run a mighty race, Authentic Jewel. Um, I'd be backing her if it's on speed, but if you can run on, I think Sunshine in Paris will be winning. Yeah, I've had to, um, Well, it's good to see she's going to the race today, Sunshine in Paris. She's been uh, scratched from that many races over the last uh, several weeks. So this is the race that Annabelle wants to, to run her in. I, I'm going with Curial. I thought she did enough first up in that benchmark 88 race and dropping down to a 78 today that she's going to map really well. She's won twice uh, second up, so that gets my attention as well. Uh, I'm going with Kerr Real over Sunshine in Paris here. I thought Billion Dollar Baby ran all right uh, when resuming and was working a lot better as well. Um, some of those previous preparations of work can be average and she's run average, but I think she might be on the right path at the moment. And Authentic Jewel, now the car Hawadis are not running there. She looks to have the lead all on her own here today, Authentic Jewel, and could be very dangerous up front. With Electrica, interesting the blinkers go on, but just looking at her New Zealand form, I just suspect that she's going to need at least 1,400 metres. So I've left Electrica out today, and I'll go with Kerr Real, who uh, I think looks pretty well placed in a benchmark 78 here. Okay, very good. Hurls, our, our multi, behind the gates multi, is open. I might ask you to um, uh, let our listeners know of the horses. All we need to do is get to the final leg. I'm pretty confident there, but... Uh, What's the dividend and how do punters get to it? Yeah, well, I'm opening the batting today. I don't know if I want to come in at the end or, or start, but that's the way it's shaping today. Sydney, race one, Godfather, number two, and that is for myself. Race seven, number one, Super Strike. Race nine, number 12, Green Shadows. And race 10, number seven, Kalino. Now, to run top four, we will give you... <laughs> $4 with a maximum of $50 and it has just opened. So just go to uh, today's offers and you will see it there. Uh, racing, today's offers, uh, Wooshka, it is there on the tab app and sports today's offers on the website. So $4 for race one, number two, race seven, number one, race nine, number 12, race 10, number seven. Give it strength. Merry Christmas. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I think it's uh, a winnable one. So fingers crossed we can, we can get it out. Race 7 hurls. Might grab a market here for the Schweppes Handicap. Benchmark 88 over the mile. This democracy manifest bouncing around this price. Where are we at at the moment? Yeah, well, it was very good and very heavily backed last start. It's $2 into the red now at 195 Did touch 185 this morning. We've got 550 to 480 for Mahagoni, uh, $7 on Wednesday. Similar fluctuation for Super Strike, it's six to five fifty. Then we've got Jojo was a man, seven fifty to eight fifty. They went up ten dollars. Uh, Mar and Par seven out to eleven. So most of the activity, obviously, here on Democracy Manifest. Is Jojo was a man ready to do something today, Brad? Yeah, good. But he, he loves Ram Week. There's no doubt about mm. that. He had to work early on last time out as well um, in that Nugget race, which is. You know, a decent race, so he could be ready to do something, um, particularly now that he's fourth up into the preparation. He did win fourth up 1,400 metres last preparation, so um, 
is definitely in the ball game here. I landed on Democracy Manifest, but uh, leave me out of the odds on price. I mean, this race has got a bit of guts to it, and it seems a bit skinny for mine. I'm starting to think, well, I'm, I'm pretty confident that this J-Mac tax is just becoming a bit too heavy. Yeah. Um, in the last three or four weeks, I'm really seeing it, and I almost feel like, now, particularly early on, it's it's almost a lazy approach by the bookies just to go, J-Mac, yeah, we'll take $3 off this horse and not have to worry about the form. We'll just throw it up that price. And then... And then yeah, but know, Brad, they're really... They're, from their perspective and just from purely a business perspective, I suppose, uh, punters are happy to take it. They just they just absolutely pile it on when, when J-Mac is on. And you're 100%, 100% right. I've been noticing that for the last few weeks that... Yeah, Jay Mac on anything uh, just just seems yeah. to get a, a significant haircut. I'll give you the flip. Yeah. I'll give you the flip side of the coin there. Hardware Lane on Wednesday, as Mitchell Beer said, we yeah. open we open we open a Jay Mac price. We started a Mitchell Beer price. Yeah, well that's the thing. But that's 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 kind of proven the point, isn't it? That I mean, Mitch Mitch Beer is a great trainer, but that's the point is that they just go up those short prices and then the. The syndicates and the pros are having none of it late, and then they're, they're pushing the price out as a result. So, mm. um, look, uh, you know, the, the flip side of that is he, he gets he gets home horses that shouldn't be winning because he's that good, and he's he's probably got a length or two on on the Sydney jockeys, in my opinion. But um, he's just that good, and you know, and it's a very strong caliber of jockey in Sydney. But look, it's hard to beat Democracy Manifest. He's got the turn of speed. I think he'll run the mile, but he does have that habit of missing the jump. He's going to get in a little tricky spot, but I'm sure J-Mac will sort that out. But like I said, he's a little bit short. Put Mahagoni set up quite nicely with no weight on his back. He's got that turn of speed and can settle closer. And and then I'm sort of Mar and Par and Super Strike. But I thought they were the two main hopes. I think they're, they're well in in a race like this and have that turn of speed to sort of beat the rest. Well, I've always been a big Democracy Manifest uh, fan. I love that dynamic sprint that he's got uh, in all his races. Trying the mile today for the first time. I'm just not 100% convinced uh, about the mile because of that tremendous sprint that he's always shown uh, right, right from day one. My horse for the multi today is Super Strike. Uh, this ex-Kiwi, who's a Group 3 winner over a mile <coughs> at Trentham, uh, the, the progress he showed from his first start at Newcastle to that second run at Rose Hill um, a few weeks later. I like the progression there. I can see him getting a lovely soft run towards the inside. And I think this is the horse has now been primed for a third up success at what seemingly is close to his right distance of the mile. So I'm taking the chance he was super strike that in a race I don't think the pace is going to be too hard that he can probably sit three fence at worst and probably democracy manifest will be a length or two behind him uh, turning for home. So super strike's my pick for the multi and um, I, I think the price is very attractive. Okay. Um, a texter there. Uh, I think you've doubled up on Green Shadow with the punters panel multi, is that correct? I think we may have there. Yeah, yeah we may have. That's okay. That's yeah. not permitted, is it? Mm. We'll have one or two. Uh, I, think, I, think one. one's, I think one's allowed. Yeah. It doesn't happen every time, though. Sorry about that. doesn't happen every week, though. Mm. So, um, whoever uh, did text that in might have been one of the Pundas panel team. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> 
Oh, Snackers is here for you, Hurls. He says, hey. um, Is he had a big one? Uh, no, quiet for Snackers. He says, good to see Hurls back from his quick spell. Well, hmm. I'll, I'd say illness. Uh, can we get can we get uh, a huge democracy manifest, Jim, from D. Effort salutes? A nice way to end the year that would be. And he wishes us a Merry Christmas and that kind of thing. Snackers out of Canberra. He's a good man. Thank you. Uh, uh, race nine, Hurls. We might touch on this Green Shadows race, unless I don't think we have already. But um, whoa, what, uh, what price are we looking now? Green Shadows. Looks a pretty firm favourite to my eye now. Race nine. question around this race guys but well Darren uh, that price now about green shadows is that about right does he have to ease a little bit what do you what do you think about this horse Darren? I'm going with Kanazawa today I think he's been a very consistent horse all the way through and um, I, I, I like the way he stayed on behind democracy manifest last time out at this distance well, Zach Lloyd's got some great rides there today. So I've gone Kanazawa over Green Shadows. They were my, my two picks in the race, and basically the only two picks, uh, Robusto, I made uh, the, the third elect, but I really thought this was a match of Kanazawa and Green Shadows, and I've gone with the nine on top. Brad? Yeah, I'm, I'm Green Shadows. I I just hope they use the weight. I heard Sterling Alexio on Sky Sports Radio on Thursday saying they're going to be positive, and... I just hope they take a leaf out of the Dehorn Unicorn book last week. Um, you know, you watch that race again, and it was just a complete missed opportunity with Dehorn Unicorn with 51 kilos on his back, and they've given the, the favourite, taken the sit and haven't used that weight in the first 300 metres of the race, and it's race over. Um, and you could see him late. He was he was taking ground off IME, but it was all too late because they didn't use the advantage they had, and that was the weight difference. And that's the key with this horse is... With the wider draw, just let him roll, get him get him forward, sit him outside the lead or even, you know, even be even more aggressive than that. And I think it'd be very hard to beat. He comes out of a sensational form race last time out. There's been six subsequent starters out of that Warwick Farm race for three winners and three placings. Uh, one of them being Sweet Mercy at Canterbury the other night who got into all sorts of trouble and still found a way to win. So the form's really good. And I think back to 1,400 shades on, they've just got to be aggressive here, and uh, I think he's hard to beat. thought Santa Katowice was the danger off that good first up win in Melbourne, and Robusto also in the mix. My only uh, my knock on Kanazawa is I think he's a, a better wet tracker, and I, I don't think the conditions suit today, but concede third up, he's got something to offer, but I think he'll get a bit better price because he's just uh, he's just cuddled in the market for mine. Late in the piece here, Hurls, there's a tab highway question. Race four, a market please for the highway, if you will. Yeah, and, uh, well, considering it's a highway, we've got 
one of the shorter price favourites I've seen in one of these pretty much all year. But J-Mac again on board, 330 into 284 to Lear. We've got Penthouse, $7 to 480s met with support today. Iconic Dames, $8 and Steady. 10 to 850 for Clifton Springs. 10 to 950 just in reach, although they went up $6 in on Wednesday. A guinea's 19 to 11. So there is value away from the favourite, but, um, yeah, gee, 330 into 284 to Lear. Uh, the text here comes from Stephen from Bega, uh, <laughs> South Coast man, and focusing on, on Iconic Dame. Uh, the, the question is, Iconic Dame looks really prime for this race first up. Guys, what do you think? She's race four, number 12, Iconic Dame. Darren. Yeah, well, the the majority of the, the form overall has been on, uh, on run-affected tracks, but good record, having won a three out of six. She might be one I've overlooked a little bit here. Uh, but, yeah, certainly not without a chance, Iconic Dame. I, I do worry a bit about the favourite Solero with the with the style of getting back. Uh, found a bit of trouble early in the race last time. It was an outstanding run and defeat, over a 1,000 behind Penthouse. I, I just want to go with Penthouse, so I think we'll put the handlebars down again out of the gates, go forward and try and take luck out of the equation. So uh, I'm going to be on the one I'm hoping. I hope can lead again here today, Penthouse over Salire and Clifton Springs ran well last time out, and uh, they were my top three for it. Brad, uh, iconic Dean's a chance. So the the form stacks up well out of the trial with Invitational winning well yesterday. I might, my my niggle with iconic Dame is I think probably a little bit better on wet ground. It's, that day it won that Rose Hill Highway. It was just a, a really biased track and, and found the fast lane. So I've just. It's there as, as a chance in an open race. Um, two Solire, he's on top, but I, I can't can't charge in at that sort of price. Um, I think what everyone misses here is the fact that all his really good form at the moment has been at 1,000 metres, and I know he's got that booming finish and he has won at 1,100 in much weaker grade before, but just because he sets up 100 metres and just because he's got that booming finish doesn't mean that he can reproduce that at 1,100, and... He wasn't able to do that back on 20th of August, his last time at this track and distance where he really petered on the run late as a result. So, again, the J-Mac factor probably being overplayed a touch, but when you look at the, the run the other day, he actually topped the check out of the gates and was held up at the top of the straight. He should have gone close to winning. So, there's two sides to that one. I just think that it's a little bit short considering the, the little distance query for mine. Um, he's still on top, but if I was to push you one way or the other, I'd I'd be looking at um, horses like Justin Reach, who I thought has been very good at the last couple and loved the trial since. And just gone to the car park here, but gets a nice claim for a, a good jockey, so he'd be the way I'd be leaning. But highway, a bit lower on confidence than I normally am with the highway this week. Okay, text here from Danny. James McDonald is no goat. Look at the ride on Frumos. What a joke. He will never be the best looking into riding records. Everyone yeah. has their opinion. He's well, a goat already, and he's 30-something like that is. What was wrong with his ride on Fremont? There was nothing wrong with it. He, was, the horse was just extremely overhyped, and that's the case with her. But, look, he's the... Like, I, you know, I wasn't in a position to see uh, all the all the great jockeys over the years, but I'd be, I'd be surprised if they had the dominance that he does over the Sydney jockey ranks at the moment. Um, you know, we see these international jockeys come out to Australia and he makes them look like sea graders. Um, he's that good, it's not funny, and uh, he's got the goat tags online already. Yeah, I'm, I know. No, again, everyone's welcome to their, their opinion, uh, Darren, and Danny's had his. He might just have been not on quite the right side of him lately. I don't know. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm just not sure how can we uh, can put the blame on um, on James for the defeat of, of Frumos last time. I thought she was beaten with that excuse. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no. No arguments from me, but that's the beauty of the open line. The text line is open for your thoughts on whatever you'd like to say. Are we still open for this multi-hurls? Yes, we are. So you can still get on and just repeating what the selections are. And they come up in race number one. And that is Godfather. Race one, number two. Race seven, number one. Super Strike. Race nine, number 12. Green Shadows. And race 10, number seven. Colino. Maximum bet. Uh, $50. All of those runners to run top four. And you can get a maximum bet of $50. And you'll just see it under racing offers on the tab app and also under racing and sports offers and it's sitting there, shining like a beacon behind the gate multi. Still get on. Let's do one more race, guys, and uh, hurls a market, please, for race number 10. And it will feature Iona Merck. What price Iona Merck at the moment for race 10? Yeah, two dollars eighty, three dollars this morning, four forty to four sixty Colino, Devil's Throat, seven fifty into six dollars, a destination seven dollars and hasn't budged. And we go to show some decorum nine fifty to ten back to nine fifty. I tell you what, I own a Merc, I thought to my eye it was very, very impressive uh, last start. And if they're having a big day, the punters they might try and blast out with I own a Merc. Uh, question here from Barry from Bondi. Um, it, I suppose it's a, it's a hard one to gauge, guys, but first prep, how much uh, juice is left in the lemon, Barry, would like to know. We'll soon find out, I suppose. Anyone want to go first? Brad. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but I think uh, it's a potential for Tab's lay of the day. Um, look, it's got a great ride the other day and it's beaten a pretty ordinary field and, and now it's got to go to 1200 for the first time deep in a preparation and it's got to take on much better horses that are just going to be camping on its back and, and ready to sprint later I think it's got to be vulnerable here and uh, definitely can win there's no doubt about it but uh, $3.80 I've got to take it on in the last I'll be back in three destination I think he's going terrific this prep uh, they ran a track record the other day he ran on very strongly from a average spot and now he draws the inside he's going to be tagging the speed here and ready to, to sprint and unleash that last 200 metres. Eight show some decorum I thought was terrific first up old flame form is much better form than Iona Merck's got so uh, it's got to be a chance at good odds as well and even the likes of uh, Devil's Throat if it jumps out of the gates is um, been rating much better than Iona Merck so yeah look I've again Iona Merck I'm around the four five dollar mark personally and uh, I think uh, you've got to take it on in the last I've got Iona Merck on top here. Just think we'll roll forward again and be in a controlling position with this rail well out today. Destination, a chance, and Colino as well. I uh, thought the trial was quite good. The first one I saw Colino first up over 1,200, I thought no, but um, yeah, the trial was certainly sharp enough, and just don't think there's a lot of depth for this race. So I've got uh, 13 on top from 7 and 3, and, and Lord Olympus uh, might be a bit of a hope as well, rated 83 in a race like this. Paul from Umina, have you guys heard of George Moore? Uh, yes, we have. And comparing generations of great riders, they were, he was outstanding. And uh, so is James. Just quickly, guys, I won't get a market, but race five, uh, or not race five, what's our staying, is our staying race, race six? Uh, race five, the midway, so over 2,000. No, I think it was main stage. Yeah, the midway. Um, Morning, boys. Think main stage is a great each-way bet today. $14, Darren? 
I'd like to see him uh, go forward, and he probably will today. Uh, normally, he uh, he is. Uh, but th there looks to be a fair bit of pace in the race overall. We've made by Khan, Prince Aurelius, and uh, and also Yota. So I was looking for something that could enjoy the pace, say sitting midfield and run on, and thought it might be Loving Silla's chance uh, today to to break through, running quite consistently, given a very quiet trial at Hawkesbury on Monday, uh, leading up to this for the month between runs. So. Um, I'll make Loving Silla my value pick of the day. I suppose, Brad, uh, uh, main stage, he gets out there and he can, if he can bowl along, it'd be pretty comfortable, probably maybe his best chance. Yeah, he just prefers a wet track for mine. That's my little niggle with him. But um, I thought it was a good race to fit into because uh, we talk about that J-Mac tax. So I think it was times 10 there with Media Star early. I mean, huh. he's won one race in, in a long time and he had every possible it can every last time out. I mean, when you look at this race, it's a great race to go around him and agree with Darren. You can go wide with a horse like he suggested. I ended up with made by Khan. Um, concern about the speed around him, but he just comes out of a, a really good 78. That'll toughen him up and back to this sort of grade. I mean, you know, you're taking you're taking the same sort of odds about horses out of that race, like King of Clubs in genuine benchmark races, and here he is back to this grade, and uh, and you're you're still getting the same price. So I think he sets up quite nicely despite the, the speed. Okay, that uh, that just about brings um, uh, the segment to the close. Short memory uh, team, surely McDonald hasn't gone past Beedman. I mean, this is a this is a discussion for another hour or two hours and three yeah. hours, isn't well, it? I mean, to be fair, well, he's won eight Sydney titles. I think George Moore holds a record with ten. And what is he? Thirty, low thirties. He's gonna he's gonna ride. If he goes to 50, he's going to ride 200 Group 1 winners and he'll be the greatest of all time by, uh, by you know, comfortably. So, I mean, yeah, we're going early maybe, but no, I think he's on track either way. And Darren was a champion, simple as that. Still is. Yeah, the great exactly, man. 100%. Um, uh, speaking of, of champions, calling the races today, Darren Flindell, you ne we need your best value and any other final thoughts on Ramwick Racing today? Well, I've gone with uh, Kanazawa as my best race, nine number nine. I was tossing between it and, and Super Strike. I think the $5.50 about Super Strike makes it very backable today. And Loving Silla is my value bet of the day. I hope the punters just keep piling on Jay Mack on the Media Star Guest and make it even shorter. I, I couldn't believe when I wrote the prices down the other day that Media Star Guest would go out at 3.20. So that made me go really digging into race five. And I think Loving Silla is a good each way bet. Uh, Darren, great to chat race morning. A very Merry Christmas to you, and me, we may well have a chat on Monday morning Boxing Day races. Yeah, so we're doing the backup, aren't we, on Monday? We so that, that'll be a good way to spend Christmas Day. We'll do some uh, <laughs> rap week form for Monday. What else? We might, we might even get uh, our listeners involved by a bit of social media. We might, we might let our listeners select the fourth horse for the multi. We'll just um, worry about that later. But thank you, Darren. Good calling today. Merry Christmas. Chat soon. Cheers. Thanks, guys. All the best for tomorrow. Um, Brad, before we come to you for your best and value, have you done much Brisbane form for today? Any at uh, all? A little bit. Yeah, a little King, bit. Um, uh, King, King of Sparta in the Falvalon. There's a question of, uh, about him and how he might fare. Yeah, look, he's had the two trials this time in, so he's probably a little bit more forward. Um, I've got him on top. I love the way he's trialling. I think he's the best horse in the race. My only little niggle is it's obviously all designed around grand final day at Magic Millions, and... The last few preparations, he's hit a wall the last 50 metres and, and really needed the run. But I just think with the extra trial under his belt, he might be a bit fitter and uh, he can probably still get the job done. But there's still that little doubt in the back of my mind that uh, this is the, 
the prep run to get him ready for Magic Millions Day. Uh, Did you get the $8 on Wednesday, bro? Because it's been no. just about the best back runner on the card up there today. It's $8 on Wednesday. It's uh, four sixty dollars into $4 today. Ooh. There you go. Well, uh used to see what the market does late after the parade. I think that's going to be important because if he's ready to go, you'll be very hard to beat there. Uh, refresh your best for us, Brad, please, for Brownwick. Yeah, head-to-head with Darren in race nine, number 12, Green Shadows. I think Sunshine in Paris is the best if it's a fair track, but it's hard to really pinpoint that without having a look at how this track's going to play today. So race nine, Green Shadows, and race 10, Destination is my value play. I think it's a good race to look outside. There's three or four hopes, you know, value hopes in that race, but I just want to take the favourite on and uh, we'll go race 10, number three, Destination is the value play. Good man. Merry Christmas and we will talk and think you might be having a little spell and back in the new year we'll, uh, we'll get into it again. Yeah, look forward to it, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all and uh, look forward to, to joining Behind the Gates again in 2023. Good on you, Brad Davidson. Let's try and nail this Behind the Gates multi today. Hurls, I dare say, Jockey's Challenge is up around the place. One of our texters uh, wanting to know a price there for Zach Lloyd in the Jockey's Challenge in Sydney today. Yeah, I can give you that price and we've got a couple of racing offers in relation to uh, J-Mac as well, I'll get to that. Uh, Zach Lloyd's the second favourite. He's at $9, which he's going to be up against a dollar fifteen for J-Mac. So he's very short. But if you go to today's offers, uh, you've got the Ramwick winners here. J-Mac, three or more, still in the red at seventy-five. Four or more, three sixty. Five or more, $12. And six or more, gee, that hasn't been done on the Metro for a while, uh, $31. So you might want to uh, head to the racing offers there. Uh, if you want to sort of get some um, some juice out of J Mac, Chris Wallace to train two or more winners at dollar sixty five, three or more, three sixty four or more, uh, thirteen dollars. I can tell you the best backed runner on the card today. We just took another bet of two and a half thousand. Is on Empire of Japan in the opener, and good luck to the Wheelands there. I'm sure you would have um, gone. Uh, Cross paths with the Whelans over the years, John Whelan, Steve Whelan, uh, and they are part of the ownership there. So uh, good luck to them today, and obviously for the Magic Millions and going ahead. Uh, all races run second or third today at Ramwick, Mooney Valley, and Durban. If your horse runs a second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. See what um, well, we've been doing this program for about six months, Hazy, and uh, big thanks to all our listeners. Things will get uh, more popular every week, and uh, the multi has gone as well. Very good. Good luck to all who are playing the multi. We landed it last week, and hopefully we can uh, take care of things again this week. Yeah, Luskin Park's done, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the That's right. Yep. Family. Bred, uh, yep. bred and raised some good horses. Great racing family they are. Merry Christmas, Hurls, and we'll do it again soon. Uh, you too. Thanks very much, Andy. Uh, Andrew Hurley. Uh, Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, thank you guys. Morning, uh, all. James McDonald is the best one seen in years. The poise and balance of Peter Cook and the strength of Mick Dittman. Uh, day in, uh, in a day out, he delivers. Let's hope he has a day out and delivers me a Christmas present today. Cheers, John from Wing. Good on you, John. Uh, we didn't quite get to Godzilla, although I'm pretty sure Michael Maxworthy liked Godzilla. Uh, to that texter, that might, is that Hogger? Not sure, but uh, I'm sure Michael Maxworthy um, had Godzilla on top at good odds. Thought there'd be plenty, plenty of speed on, and there will be uh, when that BJ McLaughlin. And uh, I know Maxie is tipping Godzilla in race number five. Eleven past eleven on Racing HQ Saturday. We'll take a short break. Paul Lambrizzoli with the De Bortoli quiz on the other side. 
G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is a deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. January 2023, we'll see that Samworth Harness Racing Club states the 39th running of its signature multi-quick golden guitar series. Ten days of exciting pacing action culminates in the Carnival of Cups meet on Friday, January 20 at Samworth Harness Racing Club's Golden Guitar Paceway. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Australia's favourite windows and doors... Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Racing HQ. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure in Sure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Racing HQ, Saturday, 13 minutes past 11. Paul Ambrosoli, a very Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Yes, a very Merry Christmas to you also, Richard, and to everybody else, our good listeners. I know everybody says that at this time of the year, but I really mean it because at this time of the year, uh, you enjoy the company of your family and friends very closely, and that can sometimes mean that you go to the races or sometimes mean that you all just sit around and watch them and enjoy your own company. Well, you've always, always got to have a nice bottle of wine, haven't you, when you're doing that? But it's an amazing thing. At this time of the year, the white wine, because of our weather patterns, I mean, it's going to be rather warm, the white wine always seems to take over, and the red wine lovers are left a little bit high and dry. So on the score of that, I would suggest that, you know, if you like a red... Try the Windy Peak Shiraz. Go and buy a bottle yourself and take it along to wherever you're going, to the family function, or ask them if they got any there on, uh, on the table because it's a lovely, medium-bodied uh, red wine. And it's like everything with the Windy Peak range, and there's a half a dozen in the range, it leaves you with a very clean finish on the palate, and that's the most important thing. You just feel as though you had something nice in your mouth, and uh, whether it's a Sauvignon Blanc, which is sweeter, or a Shiraz or a Pinot Noir, it's just right. And it's also inexpensive compared to everything else on the marketplace, believe me. Okay, we're going to try and find your winner this morning. It's going to be very easy. You could win it if you've been hiding under a rock for 100 years. We, we you know, Deborah, we've been around for 100 years. We, every Saturday morning around this time, we were scheduled to be a bit earlier, but the boys all keep, always keep running late. Uh, if you, you know, you come in on the, on the play, you, you answer the question. Uh, be the first through, and that's not hard, 13.53.53. Although I must say that the number of people who say, I keep ringing, I keep ringing, I'm going through a few, go to through, remember to ring after the clue has been given. Right? Not during the clue being given, but after the clue is given, because 
Our good man on the phone, Steve, has strict set of rules. He runs by them every week, and you can't get past him. So, you know, it's after the after the clue has been given fully. Okay? That's the way it is. 13.53.53. Here is the question. I'm racing today at Royal Randwick. I'm a well-known figure. What is my name? Here is the clue. Bon Santa. Bon what have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectfully? <laughs> if you had come to me in friendship, then the scum that wound your daughter would be suffering this very day. And if by chance an honest man like yourself should make enemies, then he would become my enemies. And then they would fear you. Easiest clue of the year, and that's saying something from me. I, I was really that's saying something from say. me. I usually <laughs> scratch my head at the easiest of ones. <laughs> I honestly was going to say to you, is this the easiest clue we've given? Uh, because there was another another, uh, another horse today racing that I thought was a, a good question. But uh, my offsider said, mate, he said, half, three quarters, 90% of the audience would not know it because it's that old. Do you have all, a, fair enough. We have a winner. We have a winner. First caller, first caller, Anthony from Waverley. I wonder, given it's Christmas oh, Eve, kidding. I wonder whether... It, no, I'm not kidding. Um, even I got it off the bat. And that's saying something. I think it's Christmas Eve. We may... Can we give away two packs? Can we wait two... Like, well done to Anthony from Waverley. Am I putting you on, a, on the spot for a second question, though, Paul? Well, uh, I haven't given... Stephen doesn't know the answer. <laughs> Oh, of Second course he question. doesn't. But Anthony, no, uh, Anthony was the first caller. Anthony from Waverley, good neck of the I woods. Anthony, Anthony just quietly. Anthony's been a good man. Anthony's been a good winner along the way. He and his sister, they they enjoy the program. They're most probably getting ready to go to the races today. Well, why don't we do what I did last year, last week? Sure. I said, Anthony, if you're listening, well, you can won two prizes this morning. One for yourself. And one for a friend, and that's not your that's not your sister. One for a friend at a different address, okay? So, therefore, if you've got a friend at a different address and you know know their details, we'll make you a, a, a double winner because it is Christmas time, okay? I'm going to say, Debortley's going to dong me for something, you know, because I'll get the girls, you know, they, okay. they get all busy at this time of the year. Uh, of course, it won't be sent out uh, next week uh, too early because everybody's working. And enjoying the the the, uh, the weekend, so we're, we'll make it too. So give Stephen your name. Stephen most probably doesn't know, but we'll get back to it. We'll get back to Anthony if you if you haven't uh, if you don't get him straight away. Uh, we'll give him a tingle back, and we will get the second person who's going to be eligible for it. So that's the only way I can do. It. I can't do it any other way because Stephen doesn't have the uh, the answer uh, to it. Uh, I, I, the the, the uh, other one on, that I had uh, is Anthony still a winner or not? Yeah, oh, Anthony's good. a winner. Oh. Yeah, we're, we're giving away oh. two lots, Anthony yeah. and Anthony's Sorry. friend. Anthony's a winner and Anthony's friend. Okay. Gee whiz. Hey, crack of the whip. <laughs> we don't, not, not to our good customers, not to our good winners and the people who listen all the time. But you see, he's got the trick to it. He doesn't ring before the the the, the, uh, the whole thing has, has gone, uh, is halfway through. He, so, he rings at most probably at the right time. So That's are one we, of the reasons. Are we, give, are we giving our listeners another chance here? No, because I can't oh. give him another chance because my my phone man does not have the answer to the second question. Oh, fair right? So it's only through the one question, but he's winning two prizes. One for himself, one for a friend. Okay? Fair enough. That sounds all right. That's what we did fair last enough. week and the, from our Port Macquarie listeners, and there were two people at Port Macquarie that won it. 
So this week there'll be two people from uh, Waverley that are going to wear it, or two people, well, not necessarily Waverley, they could be anywhere, they could live in New Zealand well, for all we know. Well, thanks for calling in, I suppose, everyone else who called in. We appreciate, yeah, well, we appreciate yeah. you playing. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. You know, it's good stuff. I, I was going to give him a second answer, but I, that, that was the one we, that my friend said no. He said nobody will know that. I said, all right, yeah. Uh, it was a very easy question. It was, you know, if I'm a... I'm a, uh, uh, I'm a oh, God. I can't think of anything. I'm, I'm, I'm a money. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a money from pound... I'm a uh, money transaction from pound shillings and pence, and I'm a country in South Africa. What's my name? I was racing today. Yeah, that was the second question, if I had had one. But uh, I got I got nailed on it. I said nobody would know it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, de- I'm a denomination of money. I'm a financial denomination. Is this a, is this a, legi- is this a legit? Is this a legit no, question? I'm, no, I'm just giving it to you to annoy you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just giving it to our listeners to most probably. Get, they'll all say, "What is it? What is it?" And they're not going to win a prize. So they're not going to yeah, ring, and they couldn't care. No, well, they're not going to do. Well, of course, they can care. If you, do you think these people ring because there's, there's a prize? The prize is two bottles of wine. You win in but to win gone. the prize. Now you ring in to win a prize on radio. Get it right. You know <laughs> this is not television. You know you TV people get all this backside up. This is radio. Radio. We're all a family, right? And we bring in just to be part of the are whole you, deal and to win a prize. Paul, are you pigeon, pigeonholing me as a TV person? Oh, I'm very much pigeonholing you as a TV oh, person. What? <laughs> just You're because tough. you do this You're occasionally, tough, it's not radio. <laughs> I don't even know if we've got any radio people outside of myself and Simon, a few others that have been in radio for this long. Uh, I think... Uh, Mercedes was on from Queensland yesterday. Mercedes has been in the business for at least, the very least, 20 years. That's probably more. You know... Uh, yeah, yeah we, we are radio. You know who else enjoys a bit yeah. of radio? Yeah. And that's Peter Ellis, who's standing by for an Adelaide preview. Good on you, Petey. How are you, my friend? Sorry to, sorry to be, be acting exactly the same as the people who preceded me and taking up the time, but I apologise for that. So here you go. Australia and Merry Christmas to everybody. Be safe, be happy. Good on you, Paul. Good man. Merry Christmas, Paul Ambrosoli there with the Debordley quiz and um, Anthony from Waverley. Uh, quick, uh, the gunslinger, Anthony, quick off the mark. And um, wherever you're listening for the quiz, you might be driving around the place as well. Good morning to you. You have to be a little uh, little quicker with the answers like that. It was Godfather, wasn't it? We got to the answer eventually. It was Godfather. We did. I know it is. It had to be because uh, that sounded to me like um, uh, one of those uh, movies. So uh, Godfather being the uh, the answer there. Thank you, Paul. Time for the Adelaide preview. Big racing at Murray Bridge today. Peter Ellis has done the form. He's on the line. Peter, good morning and Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah you too, Richard. And uh, healthy and particularly safe Christmas for everybody, all your listeners. The winners are a bonus and we should be able to get a few today. Smallish fields, but... Uh, Really competitive racing. Let's dive in, shall we? First of nine races today, and uh, equal two dollars sixty favourites here for a benchmark sixty-two three-year-old. And uh, who's clang and validated both two dollars sixty fixed favourites here? Lucky Fortuna six dollars. Tap in for par. Wouldn't that be lovely? At six dollars fifty. Your thoughts on race one? Yeah, what's the one that's short and validated? Uh, <coughs> really crying out for the 1200 to, to pound home at the park so 
went third over the thousand, over the thousand or fifty at Moorfield last time. Just got into trouble. Uh, flew home, should have won. So I've got uh, put it on top. Who's playing the danger? Doing everything right. Uh, three starts, two wins and a third. Just great time the other day. Uh, and that's got 60 kilos, so that's probably a slight negative. Lucky Fortuna's honest. Uh, just wide, uh, that was against the pattern last uh, there behind who's clean with fifth, so that run was much better than it looks. So she's a hope and tapping for far as an improver. that got the money on that Friday Christmas meeting at Morfordville uh, about eight days ago. So I'm uh, four, one, five, and three. Race two, uh, the Valet Dr. Andrew Mills here at Benchmark 82, 1200 metres, Manhattan Times. Pretty firm favourite here, 220 favourite, Smoke and Val, $4. And one more Jack. Is a five dollar chance extra time six fifty. May as well get bold star here, Pete. A seven dollar fifty chance for race two. If you have to beat any best form, I've been with Manhattan Times tipped and back this last five runs, and I just keep running second. And of course, uh, uh, second and third last two in stakes races. So this is probably uh, uh, his chance to break through, particularly with the claim fatigue and Borum, who actually knocked uh, him off his last two runs riding diamonds. So I'm with him. An extra time. The danger, fitter for a couple of runs from a break, and this suited at the bridge. One more Jack, as you recall, a couple of seasons ago, won six on the trot. He sort of lost his way, but he's good first up in the Christmas handicap when second, ahead of Manhattan Times. The Smoking Bell's another one of those frustrations for me. Uh, hasn't won in 12 months, but been runner up three of its past four, so it's a hope. Uh, one, four, two, and six. Race three we go to now. Benchmark 68 over the mile. Dollar eighty-five about number three pudding uh, for the Jollies here. Dollar eighty-five favourite. Mugs game at five dollars. Thrill kill a five dollar fifty chance. And Western Sun better the other day at seven fifty. Pudding does the dollar eighty-five interest you, Pete? Uh, not really, Richard. I, I I'm tipped it on top. I can't take odds on. Well, I was odds on when I got the money last start. Uh, he's progressive. Um, he's won, what, three of his past four. and was too solid the other day over the 15.50. Struggled at the mile last prep, but uh, now looks like he's stronger. I thought Thrill Cool was certainly the Quinella horse. He's uh, put up for two runs from a break. Did his best work late at Cooler last week on a track favouring, well, particularly a race favouring on paces, and was a winner at the bridge before a break, which is his home track, Western Sun. Two and a half years off, but its last run on the parks there behind putting Missouri was second. And Muggs game, and cut on a dry track of Bella Clara by one easily. So, and with the favourite, three to beat one, two, and six, I might go to the Quinella one and three. Race four, we have a three year olds and upwards maiden set weight here, 1,400 metres, where there's not much here between number 13, Valentina Charm, 340, number seven, Fortis and Armas at 350, and my boy Jet. $5 chance. Seafaring yeah, in the mix here as well at $7 for race four, Peter. Yeah, I'm with uh, Fortis and Armas uh, and they like on debut there at uh, Morville and last start at Gawler. Just got a mile back and flew home there over the 1200 so you imagine 14 would be perfect. Valentina Charms, another one suited by the extra distance. Uh, was placed there at Strats. Got that weight 52 and a half. My boy Jet battled on after a wide run when resuming at, uh, at Gawler and seafaring, just didn't get around the turn at Gawler last Saturday. He did run second over the course and distance prior, but pretty keen on the seven, actually. It'll be 13, 9 and 6. Go to race five, tab handicap here, benchmark 76 over the 1,400 metres where number four is Saskatoon, $2.50 favourite. Blazero uh, is $3 and then Metro Legend, three ninety. 
bigger odds the remainder here. Betting says a race in three. What are you saying? I think it could be racing one, Richard. I do like Clazero. This horse runs second in the Sandown Guineas uh, last year. So three runs back from a break. Just got run down late behind Mike Kalipa. Well, his last two runs, actually, and that horse is in terrific form. So this looks his race. He can lead or just sit off them. So Katoom, former Victorian, first time at the trip. But it was a fighting win there last start, uh, beating Picargo, who's since won it one last Saturday. Metro Legends. Best formers at the 1400 and just chipping away. He's had a couple of runs off uh, on injury and is ready to put itself into the first four there. So I was one, four, six, and five. Race six will be the first leg of the Murray Bridge quarter year. The Christmas Cup, $55,000 race, benchmark 78 over the 2,500 metres. Open market has number six, Toyetic, at $4. Number one, Clever Man, a $5 chance. So is number nine, So Beno, $5. Retrato, tab number two, five fifty. Oath of a Murder, $7. And then uh, Goliotis at $9.50. An open market, who do you like in the Christmas Cup, Pete? Yeah, I normally shy away from these but I was pretty keen on So Benet because the source runs second in the Lord Reams, obviously heading to an Adelaide Cup. Last two runs, very good. Probably should have won them both. Uh, placed on the parks there behind the 22.50 and then behind Sabana last start, beating ahead. So I'm happy to go with her, particularly each way. Ricardo is the class runner. Solid effort has passed too. Now we're up to the longer trip. Hasta La Forante stays well. Um... Last run was quite good at uh, Border Town over the 2000. Clever man's a specialist at the trip, but thought it was an each way special actually. The nine to beat two, eight, and one. Race seven we go to now, a sprint here. The benchmark 64, 900 metres. Number one, Secret War, $3.70 fixed favourite and pretty clear favourite as well. Number two, Chosen Blonde, $6. Hello Ladies resumes here at $6. $6.50, about seven, Manage the Cycle, and 11, My Ruby. But Secret War, so it comes away here, second up and the favourite for race seven. Yeah, good odds, I think, Chosen Blonde, particularly each way. One and couple in Adelaide. Earlier this prep, I'd call it there on the park. So the last two runs have been at Mooney Valley. Uh, two starts ago, and Bermudas missed a kick and wasn't disgraced, beating three and a half lengths. That horse was a little bit stiff at Cranbourne last night. And subsequent run, had a really torrid run, three wide facing the breeze, so I had to tire there. So got a similar weight and easier race. Hello, ladies. Got a really good fresh record, so it'll be hard to beat. Managed the cycle. Just got too far back last night on the parks. So... Uh, and the favourite secret ball was just attacked in front uh, when a tiring six to Rodeo. They'd drop a bit of weight, a little less pressure here, so obviously hard to beat. Two, three, seven and one. Race eight at uh, Murray Bridge today is a benchmark 68, 1,200 metres, where number nine, Test the Law, is there as a $2.70 favourite at the moment. Crackhorn, tab number eight, 330. Uh, Pontadera is a $6.50 chance. Single figures about number 13, Nightstick, at $8.50. But Test the Law, current favourite for race eight. Yeah, it looks a racing term. It's a Ballarat train Crackhorn. That resumes, but its best runs are fresh. In fact, it's past five, two wins, two seconds, all, all off a short break, all first up. So I've got uh, him on top. Tesla or the obvious danger, never runs a bad race. Uh, just too pacey there for Smoke and Bell at this most recent start. On a Dendra, broke through for that maiden win on the park. Subsequent was that second behind the informed who's clang. And spinning rewards, very capable. Expect to improve on that run behind Saskatoon. 
So it's the value of double figure odds, 8, 9, 11 and 2. Last of the day, hopefully we're travelling well come this time because this is $7 the field for a benchmark 64, 1400 metres. Number 5, La Crema is a $5 favourite. One Songsai, uh, Tongsai Boss at $6, Star Espresso and Pit Train 750 and then Come On Eileen and Flurio Flipper both at $8. What do we say here in the last, Pete? Yeah, it could be pies or Christmas turkey. I would say with the pie train, uh, likely train a form over further, but it's good fresh, so I expect it to run uh, really well. The Crema was solid first up, been in the, was in the money nine of its previous 11, so it certainly won't for the exotics. Come on, Oleans, and on pace, it just found a 1,510 far on nearly a mile, 1,590 was a wang. Was a winner of Ballarat over the 14, two runs prior, and... Uh, Tongsai Boss, had three runs back, does go well at the bridge, so it picked to be a good chance. But you're right, Richard, tough race. I'm with uh, the 10, 5, 6 and 1. What's the best on the day, Pete? I like Bray Zero. I thought race by number 1 and uh, we might have a little all up into race 6, number 9, so Ben A. Okay, nice work. Peter, have a, a great Christmas day, whatever your, your plans are, and I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Merry Christmas, mate. Nice work. Yeah, same to you, Richard. All the best. Peter Ellis there with his Adelaide Thoughts uh, Murray Bridge Racing today. Uh, just before midday, we'll hear from Brett Davis. Brett's calling all the action here. He'll give us his best bets uh, for Murray Bridge in around about 20 minutes' time from now. Uh, wonder how the tab will play uh, today's meeting. We'll find out shortly. Trading places next with Tim Owens here on Racing HQ Saturday. The Australian Women's Health Diary, packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports breast cancer research. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths and participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. Ever dreamt of owning your own racehorse? This Magic Millions Carnival, Tab are giving you the chance to win a $50,000 share plus the ultimate Magic Millions experience thanks to champion thoroughbreds. To be in the running, tell us in 25 words or less what makes your punters club the best in Australia. Play today with Tab. Australian residents, 18 plus only, ends 11.59 Australian Eastern Daylight Time, Christmas Eve, limit one entry per person, T's and C's apply, see website for details, gamble responsibly, call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with Tab Trader Tim Owen. Yeah, Tim's joining us. Uh, Tim, a very Merry Christmas to you. Busy, uh, a busy weekend. In fact, a busy holiday period for the tab. People are maybe away from work. They can maybe have a bit of a closer look at the races and have a bet and try and find some winners. Good morning to you. Morning, Richard. Merry Christmas to you as well, and thanks for having me on. Yep, busy time of year. The green machine rolls on. Racing Boxing Day as well, so... Uh 
get set punters. Plenty of racing to bet on over the next week or so. Might just quickly knock over some changes of tactics coming through here before we dive in here. Race one at number four, Fire Lane, to be ridden with cover, as Brad Widdup suggested to us when we spoke to him this morning. Uh, race two, number 10, Pacini, to be ridden further forward. Race eight, number 10, Electrica, to be ridden more forward if begins well. Race six, number nine, Agnelli, to be ridden further forward. Race nine, number eight, Iger, to be ridden conservatively from a wide barrier. Race nine, number 11, Robusto, to be ridden further forward. Race nine, number four, Astero, uh, if begins well, to be ridden further forward. Uh, it's got a race number 10, uh, number 9, Devil's Throat. If begins well, ridden further forward. They keep coming. Race 1, number 3, Cathay Bracelet, to be ridden further forward. Race 1, number 5, Platinum Jubilee, to be, uh, to be ridden more positive if she begins well. Race 6, number 1, King of Clubs, to be ridden more positive from an outside draw. And uh, race seven, number 11, Savory, to be ridden further forward. So that um, may as well knock those over and get them out of the way because uh, just give us all the info before we hear from you, Tim. So, yeah, rail out nine metres, good for, we'll see how things play out for the day, but what's business been like this morning? Yeah, it's been reasonably busy, Richard. Um as you mentioned there, a lot of trainers are putting their horses further forward today. I think that indicates the same belief we have that uh, in front will be the place to be today with that rail out nine metres. So it's no surprise to see a few trainers uh, moving forward and we could see a few sort of speed battles a bit later on, which could end up setting it up for some of these back markers. So it'll be interesting to see, Richard. Well, let's go to race one, the first of 10 races, the Drinkwise Plate two-year-olds. Here, what are we? Just we're under an hour away from this race and uh, Empire of Japan, tab number one, he's the $2.30 fixed favourite. Platinum Jubilee is there at two fifty, and then a bit of a drift there for Godfather at $6. And we're not saying this is a racing two because it's never the case with these babies, but the market has these two uh, two youngsters. The good Colt and the good filly well out in front. Yes, it certainly does, Richard. And we're reasonably happy to keep the favourite, uh, now favourite Empire of Japan safe here. Just ran some sharp time on debut, and while pushed out a little late in his recent trial, I feel he did enough to justify favouritism here, particularly with J-Mac jumping on board. He's holding at that 2.30 mark at the moment, but we've had more than double the amount on him as Platinum Jubilee this morning, so it's looking as though he will jump the punters leg. With that said, I don't think punters will get a whole lot better about uh, the second pick, Platinum Jubilee. We had some smart money on her yesterday around that 2.70 mark, so the punters have really nailed this down to those two. And for that reason, Richard, I do think Godfather has to drift, which we've seen this morning. Sort of that 460 mark out to $6. It's looking as though that'll continue and, you know, punters could get $758 at the jump with these favourites being so solid in the market. Rightio, let's go to race number two here, Tim. Benchmark 78, 1,800 metres. Number three, Logan Street Line. Uh, $3.90 fixed favourite here. Number five, Deficit, firm at $5. Touristic uh, at $5.50. An Irish legend, $7. Timpanist, um, Davo 
has always been a bit of a fan of Timpanis at eight dollars fifty. But Logan Street Line for race two, Tim a three ninety favourite. What do you think happens here? Yeah, there has been good money all week for Logan Street Line, Richard. But to be honest, I think the J Mac factor might have been a little overplayed this race. I feel his form in Brisbane this campaign has just been fair. And the race he had every chance in last start was probably a weaker race than this. He was a similar price in Brisbane this week prior to being scratched. And with this being a stronger race, we'll have to take him on a bit here. I think punters might get $5 or so late. With the favourite likely to get out, we are happy to keep deficit safe here. He's been a little firm this morning, sort of 5.50 into that $5 mark. Hasn't had a lot of luck this campaign, but has been racing well. And Ben Mellon takes the ride today. And one I will mention at any old odds, Richard, I heard you mention a tactics change was Pacini. Has been each way money for this horse, 101 into 71. And this horse really improved at those extended trips last campaign. So with no weight on its back, uh, it's definitely a place chance at any old odds. Okay, race three we go to now. A benchmark 72 at the mile. They've been sort of locked there for a while here. Number two is Stadio Mastala and Osbred Flirt, tab number eight. They're both there as $3.30 fixed chances at the moment. Tenderize next best at $6. This will be the one at uh, $9. Exceladus, a $10 chance. So is Rebel County. What uh, what do we think here? Is there a horse that you can see starting a clear favourite in race three? Yeah, we're thinking Estadio Mistala will start the favourite, Richard. We're very happy to keep her a touch safer than Osbred Flirt. Just thought last start was a total forgive, went back and wide, and J-Mac jumps back on board today. If she runs up to her Australian de- uh, debut, I think she'll be winning here, and I think she will start favourite. So for that reason, we're happy to take on Osbred Flirt. Just with his uh, provincial form heading straight into Saturday grade, I'm just not sure how that will hold up. He's had things mostly his own way there, and with a bit of speed in this race from the likes of Rebel County and Tender Eyes, I don't think it'll be the same story today. We opened him up too short during the week, but we've hardly got a bite out of him. We're holding a lot more on Estadio and Stella, so I think Punt, he'll get out towards that 350 mark, possibly even $4 late. Uh, and the one at odds here, Richard, is Indy Summertime, as much as $51 into $10, and currently our worst way. Well, it's, uh, it was either Adam Pengilly or Nick Burney were tipping into Summertime on a form line the other night. Race four is the Tab Highway. Uh, this week, a class three at the 1,100 metres, number two, Solire. Uh, pretty clear $2.80 favourite here. Penthouse, $5. Number 12, Iconic Dame, $8. Then out to Clifton Springs and Just in reach. But Salire, Cam Crockett looking to repeat the dose of last week, $2.80. Yeah, he's been very well backed, Richard. 310 into 280 this morning after even bad, better was bet during the week. While I can see we probably went up a, a bit too big about him, I can't help but feel at that 280 mark, it's about rock, a rock bottom price. Just with his racing pattern, I don't think he's a horse punters will want to take short odds about. He faces a similar field here to last start, and while he was good there, I'm just not sure there's enough speed in this race for him to get over the top of them late. And with that rail out, I think that's going to be uh, very difficult to do. So I do think he's been overbet a little, and punters will get sort of uh, $3 or a little better at the jump. I think the two that beat him last start, both Penthouse and Clifton Springs, are the better value at their present quotes, and they'll firm up a little late. Penthouse could lead them up here, which is the place you want to be. And Clifton Strings draws wide, but comes into this race the best 
of those coming out of that highway at the weight. So um, I just feel at, at the price, the Lee is one to take on. Race five, mid, uh, the midway, benchmark 72, 2,000 metres. Number three, Media Starguest is there as a $3.40 favourite, made by Khan. Tab number two, right there at $4. Then we have Nyota, $8.50. Prince Aurelius, $9. Loving Chiller uh, is a $9 chance of loving Scylla. So Media Starguest, I get the feeling maybe a, a touch of an easing favourite here. Yeah, it is a touch, Richard. It was a bit of money during the week, but this has probably been one of the quieter betting races today. Um, he's a handy horse, media star guest, but I think it's a matter of where he gets to in the run today. He does have a habit of getting back a bit, but from gate one, maybe he can travel a bit closer, but there's also the risk of him getting stuck behind a wall. So I don't think he's massively under the odds at that 340, but I think he'll sort of ease a touch towards that uh, $4 late. The one we were happy to keep safe here was made by Khan. He's been well back this morning, 460 into $4. Wasn't far away in a better race behind Zoom on last start. And we often see horses dropping out of those type of races perform well back to midway grade. He should also rate, uh, race somewhere on speed. So he's the one we're happy to keep safe at the $4 mark. The only other one is uh, Ripped. There's been some money for that this morning, $14 into 11 Media star, I guess, taking on a little bit here, or what are we thinking? Yes, we're, we're happy to take her on a little bit, Richard, and uh, keep made by Khan safe. Race six we go to now, benchmark 78 mile and a half, and we have number one, King of Clubs, as a $3.80 fixed favourite here. Number five, Fonga Wonder is at five fifty. then $7.50 about number four, Just a Jedi, and nine, and Yelly. But King of Clubs here as a $3.80 favourite for race six. Yeah, interesting to see that uh, change of tactics come through, Richard. I think that really plays into King of Cobb's hands here. Um, obviously, the wide gate, it won't be easy to get across, but I feel Josh Parr is obviously a good rider of uh, front runners, so I, I think punters can have faith on him to get across and find the front somewhere. On the weight of money, um, he's been 550 to 380 and probably one of the better back runners of the day overall. Um Just feel that, like, he, he will be the one to beat it with that aggressive ride. I just feel his form is a step above the rest of these. Um, we're happy to take on the horses coming out of the midweek form won by just the Jedi. Just uh, wasn't a great deal between them there, and it's rare for that midweek form to hold up on Saturdays, uh, even at this time of year in these staying races. Race seven. Let's go to the first leg of the quaddie, Tim. Benchmark 88 over the mile. Democracy Manifest. He is there as a $2 favourite now. Might have got into a $1.85 when we did the uh, the Sydney form between 8 and 9, but he's just been easing out this morning and sits there as a $2 favourite. Number 10, Mahagoni, $4.60. Clear second favourite, Super Strike. On with Darren Flindell and Co. Today, quite like him at $6. And Jojo was a man at $8. Tim, fire away. Yes, Democracy Manifest, Richard, obviously a very nice horse. I think anything odds on for him today is very skinny, though, and for that reason, we're happy to take him on and make him the way of the day. We've actually just pushed him out to that $2.10 mark, so I just think this is a better race than what he contested his last couple, and being out to the mile for the first time raises a few question marks for a horse that's such a short quote. While I don't feel like he's going to be too up against it getting back in such a small field here, 
I don't think it's exactly going to play into his hands. He's the one to beat, but at the price, we have to take him on, Richard. Um, and the one we're happy to keep safe here was Mahagoni. His form behind Nugget reads well for this, and all his run this campaign have been good. He also gets a good uh, weight advantage against the favourite. So uh, happy to take on Democracy Manifest here, Richard, and make him the lay of the day. Race 8 we go to now. Uh, the uh, Phillies and Mares race here. A lot, a lot of discussion about this race this morning, certainly th- uh, with the behind the gates um, segment a bit earlier. But it's the Phillies and Mares benchmark 78, race 8, 1,200 metres, 14 sunshine in Paris. $2.30 favourite, pretty dominant favourite too. Number two, Kerr Royale is $3.90. Billion Dollar Baby, tab number five at $7.50. Then we hit double figures about the remainder. I'm a bit, I'm a bit like Brad Davidson. I think Authentic Jewel looks a little silly there at the $14, but she does have to bounce back a bit. But Sunshine in Paris, a two thirty favourite here. Yes, has been one of the better goes of the day, Richard, Sunshine in Paris. Hunter's got as much as $4 during the week. Um, she's having just her third run here and is the one with the obvious upside. Was unlucky not to win enlisted grade in Brisbane last night and the format of that race has already been franked. So with the postage stamp on her back, she'll be mighty hard to beat. I think the 230 is about the right price. We've been getting good money at that quote, so I don't think punters will get a whole lot better. I think the question mark with her is she has been a little green and only having a third start. The inexperience is probably the biggest factor against her here, but she certainly is the one to beat. With the money for her, we'll have to take on the second pick, Kerr Royale. Just think she lacks the upside of the silly and she's a chance of getting back today depending on how she jumps. So it's really been about those two mostly. A bit of money at each way odds for Electrica, who I know there's a few people tipping Richard. Yeah, no, they, I think uh, Nick Burney certainly had a, a bit of an interest and someone on the, on the text line wanted a bit of a push for Electrica as well. Okay, so keeping Sunshine in Paris safe and, and maybe a little take on there for Kerr Royale. Race 9, let's go to race 9 here, the tab handicap, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres. Green Shadows, tab number 12, $3.80 favourite. 11 robust, uh, Robusto, uh, I reckon they've been chipping away all morning here at 4.40. Kanazawa. Dameron Flindell's best on the program at 480. Saint of Katowice at $5. Double figures the remainder. What are we thinking? Yeah, we're happy to keep this favourite Green Shadows safe, Richard. We made a blue by betting big odds about him during the week, but we just about shut up shop now at that $3.80. His form behind Kovalika reads very well for this, and that's been franked in black type grade in Brisbane. We've racked up a big liability on him at those big odds during the week, so we're happy to cuddle him for the rest of the day. Um, no, no doubt he's on his way up to the Gold Coast. So with that, we're happy to take on Kanazawa. While he was a touch unlucky start last start, he's had his chance a few times this prep, and I feel this race is as strong as any he's contested uh, this preparation. He's been on the drift this morning and looks as though he could get out to that uh, 550 sort of mark late, I think. Robusto, interesting that tactics change. Um, certainly, there's been good money for him this morning, $5 into four forty. So uh, we'll have to see. He could end up challenging Green Shadows for favouritism, but he's the one uh, we're happy to keep safe just given how much we've taken on, on him during the week, Richard. Okay, last of the day, um, benchmark 78, 1,200 metres, number 13, Iona Merck, 270. Pretty firm favourite here. Number seven, Colino. 
Might have been 460 before, just out to 480 now. Devil's Throat is there at $6. Destination 7 shows some decorum has been solid all morning. Good race to finish off. Tim, how do you see it? Yeah, I do feel we have to take on this favourite Iona Merck a little at the price, Richard. Just think at a sub $3 quote, uh, all the value has been sucked out there. And despite the fact you'll probably get conditions to suit today, um, just feel that's under the odds. There was little trouble behind him last start and they didn't go too hard in front there. He could have the likes of uh, Bugalugs trying to prevent him from finding the front here. I just think uh, 270 is under the odds and punters will get uh, $3 plus late. With that, we're happy to keep Colino reasonably safe. Has been on the drift this morning, but wouldn't surprise to see a bit of money late with uh, J-Mac, the J-Mac-Waller combination. Recent trial was very pleasing to the eye um, and just feel he looks to have come back better this preparation. Outside of those two, Richard, uh, as you mentioned, good money for show some decorum, been uh, sort of trimming up all morning up from Melbourne. Was big odds there last start, but it was a good win and uh, probably another one on the way to the Gold Coast, I think. Okay. Very good, Tim. Thank you. So, Democracy Manifest is the lay of the day. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how things pan out there. Like every meeting, we'll see how the track's playing and what's happening. But, yeah, download your tab app, Tim, and, and, and get involved, I would have thought. Yep, sounds good, Pitch, uh, Richard. Hopefully plenty of Christmas winners for the punters. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Tim. We'll do it again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Richard. Okay, good man. Just a text there from uh, from Simon. Um, can you explain what it means to, uh, one, keep safe and, two, happy to take on? Well, Simon, when it comes to keep safe, uh, it pretty much means that um, uh, the tab aren't too keen to... Um, get that horse out to a bigger price. They may have taken too much money on that horse and uh, the, the liability might be too big, so they keep a horse pretty safe in the market there. Like, um, uh, which horse were they going to keep safe there? Uh, I, I suppose, um, if, if you're still there, Tim, I might let you... Uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. In, 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 yeah, in, sure, in, in, la in layman's terms, keep safe and taking on. Yeah, so, for example, with Green Shadows, that's one we're looking to keep safe today. We've taken a stack of money on it during the week, so we sort of don't really want a whole lot more punters to back it, basically. Um, and for that well, you, reason, you can, we're... You can back it, but you just you, have you to can back that short it, price. That's you know, short we're, price. We're trying to... Uh, we'd rather lay the other horses, basically, your Kanazawas, et cetera, in that race. So, for that reason, we're uh, firming up the horses we're keeping safe, Green Shadows, and we're pushing out uh, Kanazawa this morning. So, yeah, but things can change during the day. Sometimes a flood of money will come in and, you know, things will... We've got to change things up a bit, but that's just the way we're planning on playing it at this stage. Good man. Well explained. Thank you, Simon, and uh, hopefully that answers a question or two. Uh, that's Simon on the text. Speaking of other Simon, Simon Harrison has just strode in and he's fired up for a Christmas Eve edition here right across Sky Sports Radio. Thank you, Tim. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Tim Owens from the tab, one of our senior traders. If it's not Tim Owens, it is uh, Timmy Ryan, and we'll hopefully try and bring you some uh, some of those. As uh, the, the boys take a little bit of annual leave around the place, but we'll try and uh, keep on bringing you those thoughts on the tab on race morning 
and uh, give you a bit of an idea as to what they're thinking. More change of tactics coming through just for Wyong here uh, in race four, Our Lady Stardust to be ridden further forward. Um, let's look towards racing out of Murray Bridge in South Australia. Again, calling all the action is Brett Davis this afternoon. He's on the line for his best bets on the program. Brett, hello to you and a very Merry Christmas. You're there, Brett. Hello. How are you? Uh, Merry Christmas, and what's happening at Murray Bridge today? Hello, uh, Richard. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, good program today at Murray Bridge, Gifford Hill, night race card. Um, I think we can find a, uh, a turkey winner in the first, hopefully. Something to pay for a bit of the Christmas turkey. Invalidated race one, number four. This horse is a horse that's pretty much on the rise. This is a nice bunch of three-year-olds, but um, I was very taken with what uh, Peter Blanche had to say to me about this horse probably a month ago. He said it'll make a really nice debut and it'll just keep improving, turn into a nice horse. Well, it's had two starts now. Both first and second runs have been very good. And I think today it'll just sit back with a small field, show the superior turn of foot and get the job done in the first. So race one, number four, validated. I've made us the first best of the program. The second best, it's a very open race, the staying race today. But so Benet is, she's not a prolific winner. She's only had the one win. But if she's ever going to win another one, it's today. And I think you can get around $5 where you could have. Um, tab fixed betting. I think she's a terrific each way bet. She has uh, some fabulous form underneath her belt leading in outside of a victory. So I'm happy to go with her as the second best of the day. Race six, number nine. So race one, number four, validated. Race six, number nine. So Benet, the best for Murray Bridge. Good man. Thank you, Brett. Good calling and Merry Christmas to you and the family. Thanks very much. All the same to you as well. Good on you. Brett Davis there calling all the action there at Murray Bridge in South Australia today. Where's the morning gone? Three minutes to midday. That is our show. That is Racing HQ for this Saturday. Um, on behalf of the whole team here on the Saturday show, a very Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Hope it's um, a great day, whichever way you spend it, safe and happily and responsibly. Uh, again, uh, double the merits out and around the place. You probably don't need me to remind you about that, but just take it easy out and about. And I uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas. We'll do it all again on Monday morning. It'll be a Saturday-style show on Monday. Monday morning, of course, racing at Randwick again. They are racing all over the place on Monday, so we'll get going again with a 6.30 kickoff. Ray Thomas has teed up a stack of interviews uh, to try and um, guide you into some winners on Boxing Day racing. But first, uh, first things first, enjoy your day of racing here. Randwick today, the first race, the two-year-olds not too far away. Simon Harris is standing by uh, to take you through the first part of the afternoon. Uh, thanks for all who joined us this morning on Racing HQ Saturday. In, have a great day. Have a great Christmas day. We'usain see you on Monday morning for Boxing Day Racing. Zusain, the best son of champion sire Zustar. A Group 2 winner and Group 1 placed at 2. But it's Zusain. Zusain by two legs on the line. Runner-up in the Group 1 Golden Rose and Coolmore Stud Stakes at 3. Zusain coming at them. Sunlight affiliate the 50 just in front. Zusain coming at her. Zusain, the most represented first crop sire at Magic Millions in 2023. And the Zoo star cult's been too good. Zusain, the dynasty continues. Wooden stud. Sophie's Christmas wish is a little different to other children. All I want is to be better at school. Living in poverty means Sophie's falling behind in class. You can give her the extra learning support she needs. Search the Smith family and donate today.
We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Good morning. Uh, it's coming up to midday. Simon Harrison with you at 10 past 12. We're going to head to Nicole Thomas for the tab movers for our program at Ramwick. But a bit of time up our sleeve prior to that. So let's take an interview in from this morning. And Richard caught up with trainer Chris Wallow. Merry Christmas to you boys and all the listeners. Any, uh, any elf on the shelf action happening in the Waller household? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's sort of in, it's sort of at a transition stage where two more questions being asked this year with a nine-year-old and a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> they believe what they want to believe, and uh, there's more Christmas presents on offer. I guess they um, choose to believe in Santa Claus. Seven, se- <laughs> seven's the new seventeen now, Chris. They know plenty <laughs> at that age. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, Chris, you might have had an early Christmas present, I think, looking at Chris Waller Racing socials during the week. The champ, Nature Strip, he, he's back yeah. at Rose Hill. Yeah, he is. Most of our most of our carnival horses are back in, Ray. And um, all those mature horses, they always come back looking well. It's more the sort of the three-year-olds that you're hoping continue to put on weight and develop. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he looks great. And... Um, yeah, looking forward to the autumn with him. He'll be running as early as mid-February, and that's how quickly it all comes around. Yeah, he'll be probably trying back in the next month, and uh, I think we heard earlier, 80 days to the Golden Slipper. It's hard to believe, but anyway, yeah. we've got plenty to look forward to today as well. Um, Chris, Logan Street Line you've brought down from Brisbane, where he's been racing well. He gets out to 1,800 metres. What's your feel about him at the 1,800, Chris? Um, that's the reason for bringing him down. He just lacks that acceleration over a mile. Last start, he had the run of the race and just didn't quite finish off. So extra distance. Good draw, um, even race, probably needs to lift a little bit, but he's certainly not without a chance. Okay, in the third, you've scratched E Street and Navy Seal, relying on Estadio Mistala. Chris, he was so impressive at his Australian debut at the Rose Hill Midweeks, but last start, um, his second Australian start, was it tempo-related because it was a, a, a dawdling run race for a fair yeah. part of that contest? Yeah, in my eyes it was. Um, it brought him undone with his, with his tractability, a bit keen. And as well, those on-pace horses just seemed to kick turning for home and, and left the back markers struggling. So I think two legitimate excuses. Insane that he was beaten a long way, but better draw today, providing he settles. Um, mm-hmm. There's no reason why he couldn't bounce back. You've decided to back up with Smirk um, after her run behind Global Ospreay last week. She gets out to 2,400. Um, can you make a case for her to improve this afternoon? Uh, she just got caught wide without colour last Saturday. She's still beaten a long way, but um, just hoping she gets a better run from the good gate. And she's, she ran fourth in the Queens and Oaks, so distance will be no problem. Agnelli? Um, can't see any positives at home. He's a poor worker, but mm. he's been there all his career, and he's actually quite competitive once he gets out to this distance. So I guess it's the right race. He gets a nice run from a good draw with James aboard. So mm. he's a rough chart. Okay. Uh, Democracy Manifest looks one of the stable's better chances today. He's in tremendous form. I guess the only question mark, Chris, is the 1600. Any issues for you? 
Not really, no. Especially with the soft draw. If you just get a nice run. Where James is happy to switch him off. and It's a little bit stronger, I guess, than the last start race. Um, there's a couple in there that deserve respect. But he really does look like a good horse. Um, and he's finishing his 1,400 so strongly. So I'd say the mile will be no problem as a fit horse. I was going to say, Chris, he's got the ability to reel off some terrific closing sectionals and that would suggest he's a horse who could continue to go through the grades. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we won't go too much further this prep, but I guess today is just helping us decide on what distance he'll be running over when he returns. Okay, yeah. Two mares in race eight. Kerr Royale, I thought, was good first up. Gets an opportunity today to potentially be ridden with cover. That's the key to her, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, it is. Yeah, she was a bit keen first up, mm. um, but I just think it was fresh. At home, she relaxes well, so yeah, just that's the key for her today. She just needs to switch off, conserve energy, and then she'll be better in the finish. Simple as cons- cons- simple as that. So, yeah. um, pretty good draw, and she's going to run very well. Absolutely. Vienna Princess, kind of a month between runs, but she was terrific at call for winning a stakes race. And has she trained on well, Chris? She has, yeah. We gave her a few days in the paddock, um, kept her fresh for today, and today's a lead-up for three weeks' time in the Magic Million three-year-old race. So hopefully there's um, good speed on up front and they overdo it a little and we'll give her a chance to finish off strong. Yeah, she, as she did at Corfu where she won the Twilight Glow. Uh, race nine, Chris Robusto. I think we all saw what happened to him in the Democracy Manifest race a couple of weeks ago at Randwick. Yeah. That's racing sometimes. He's drawn an inside gate here, but clear galloping room. But he does look one of the best chances in the in race nine. Yeah, even though he's got a good draw, he won't be too close. He's just found a, a, a good pattern being ridden conservatively. So. Without wasting barrier two, I suppose, midfield, maybe appear closer if he's there without doing any work. Mm. I guess that's the only query of today's race. Doesn't look a lot of genuine speed, so James will work that out and um, hopefully get a bit of clear galloping. Yep, and Kalino in the last, a um, bit of residual fitness, I suppose, from the back end, or from the middle part of the spring, had a nice tick over trial in between. Um, fitness levels for the 1200? Um, fitness levels are good, just whether it's far enough. Mm. Um, it's sort of better 14 to mile type horse. But in saying that, a lot of his resuming runs have been on wet tracks and things like that. So um, yeah, the team at home that ride them work and that, they're pretty happy with them and wouldn't be surprised if you ran a cheesy race fresh. You're terrific. And just quickly, Chris, a couple of good chances up at Doombin. I hope I pronounced this correctly. Is it Chris or all, the two-year-old Colt yeah. better than Reddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, yeah, he's in a strong race, um, mm. Chris Munt's horse. I think there's another one from Sydney that really looks a strong race. Um, but he's drawn just to sit on their backs. And if they overdo it up front, he'll finish off strong. He's a, he's a nice progressive horse that... One has made well and he's trialled since and he's on, on track to the Magic Millions. Yeah, he won his Sunshine Coast maiden hitting the line strongly and Skyman's in the Burnbra plate, Chris and Blondo in the Falve line both look competitive chances as well. Yeah, well Skyline just, well the, the race just wasn't really run to suit in the Ingham um, and he ran a terrific race so he'll run well and Blondo probably a touch short 
it's a prep run going into the Magic Williams in three weeks' time, but he's won over the distance before, and he'll be getting home strong late, so hopefully he just gets there in time. Terrific, Chris. I think you need two winners to raise the bat for a half-century of City wins today, so um, best of luck. Thanks for joining us this morning, and, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you very much, and same to all of you guys. Just quickly, Chris, what's the weather forecast like around Auckland mm. <laughs> su- and Sunday and Monday? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's enough for Polly, but, um, <laughs> yeah, she's running into the Bill Classic, Polly Gray, 2,000-metre weight for age race. Went through the form last night, and it doesn't look an overly strong race. Sometimes those New Zealand middle-distance horses can be very sharp, very strong. Um, but this year looks an easier addition. So, yeah, have to check. Have to check tomorrow morning. Or, sorry, Boxing Day morning, um, because uh, yeah, if it's a soft, soft track or worse, you'll certainly come right into it. Good on you, Chris. Merry Christmas Thanks again. Good luck. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. We're about to take a look at the tab movers uh, for Randwick. But first of all, let's take your trackside for an update of the first and to Darren Flimbell. Right, thanks, Simon. Well, uh, there's more money around for Empire of Japan than there is from Platinum Jubilee in the last hour or so. Empire of Japan's into 2.25 now, which has been uh, the shortest price favourite of the day. Godfather continues to drift out to 6.50. Cathay Bracelet 23. Fire Lane at ten dollars and a fire lane to be ridden with cover. Platinum Jubilee to be given a positive ride from the outside drawer is priced at 260, so just out fractionally from the 250 earlier. Pretty Row at 26 and Super Norwest at 34. So Empire Japan is priced at 225. He won the Breeders' Plate early October. And Platinum Jubilee, who won the gym crack on the same day, is the second pick at 260. First at Brownwick, you in 10 minutes. In the Jockey Challenge, J-Mac is $1.12, uh, then Zach Lloyd at $10, and your next best to be Dylan Gibbons at uh, $15. With the Jockey Challenge for Mooney Valley, Jamie Carr's $1.60, Damien Oliver $5.50, Matty Cartwright $6.50. For Wyong, Mitch Bell is $2.50, Andrew Adkins $3.30, uh, Andrew Gibbons at $8.50. Uh, for Doomben today... Uh, James Orman is at two ninety. Ryan Maloney is at five dollars, and Benny Thompson's at eight. Any other jockey there at five fifty, and we've also got the uh, the challenge up for Tamworth, where Jasper Franklin is two twenty. Grant Buckley three sixty. Ben Looker at four forty, and uh, and that's about it with the jockey challenge markets. But what we can do now is take a look at the tab movers for Randwick, and Nicole Thomas joins me. Nicole, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Simon. So this first Randwick Nick is just nine minutes away. What are they backing in race one? Definitely Empire of Japan. It's the one, number one. It's into $2.25 from an opening $2.60 in this market. And the other one, Platinum Jubilee, it's in the market at $2.60, number five. But uh, it's sort of had a few admirers. But gee, Empire of Japan, very well backed in the first. Race number two is uh, a benchmark 78 over 1,800. 
Your Logan Street Lion number three, it's three dollars ninety and the favourite here, and it's been well backed in from five fifty. The other one worth noting, touristic number seven in to five fifty from an opening ten dollars. So two decent moves, but we'll go with Logan Street Lion as the best one, number three. So number three there in race two over to the third race, uh, and this one is a benchmark seventy two over the mile. Estadio Mastala, number two. It's favourite at 3.30. Equal favourite, I must say, and it's been the one that's been heavily supported in this race. This will be the one, uh, number seven. It's into $9, backed in at a price. An indie summertime as well. It's worth noting that Ruffy, number 10, now into $10. But Estadio Mastala goes in as our tab mover. So that's race three, number two, over to the fourth, and this is the 1,100-metre tab highway. Celere number two has been very popular since we've opened this market. It's into two eighty now. We opened a much bigger price around the four dollar mark. We bet a guinea's one that's certainly worth noting too. Down the bottom, number fifteen. It's eleven dollars in from about the seventeen dollar price. But Celere number two clearly our market mover. So race four, horse two over to race five. This is the two thousand meter midway. Made by car number two. This has been very popular today. It's been $4.40 in from $4 only sort of a couple of hours ago and it's in from about $5. So it's definitely going to be the tab mover. The other one that there was money for, Media Star Guest number three. It is still the favourite at three forty. just drifting out this morning. So Made by car number two, our tab mover. So Made by car number two there, race five. Over to race six. This is a benchmark 78 over 2,400. King of Clubs here, number one. This is the one punters want. It's into $3.80 from an opening $5.50, so that is a decent move. A little bit of support for Pepper's Ghost outside of the favourite, but King of Clubs clearly our, our one here. It is number one. So race six, number one. Uh, race seven is a benchmark 88 over 1,600. Well, Democracy Manifest number six. Now, this was the one I was going to put in as the mover. It got into $1.90 this morning. It's just back out to $2.10. So a slight shorten overall when we open this market. But the one I'll make the tab mover now is number 10, Mahagoni or mahogany is four dollars sixty in this market. It's coming from four eighty in a much bigger price overall. So mahogany number ten, our market mover. So number ten there in the first leg of the quaddy race eight. The second leg is for fillies and mares over twelve hundred. I've got an excellent move here for Sunshine in Paris, number 14. It's $2.30 in this market, and it's actually coming from a huge price, about $3.50 after deductions into $2.30, so a nice move. The other one is Key Royale, number 2, into $3.90, but Sunshine in Paris clearly goes on top, number 14. Number 14, over to race 9. The tab handicap here is over 1400 Punders like the two favourites here, Robusto and Green Shadows. So number 11 and number 12 in this market. But the one that's been more heavily supported is Green Shadows, number 12, into $3.70. It's coming from about the $7 mark. So Green Shadows goes on top, number 12. Race 9, number 12, and race 10, the lucky last, is a benchmark 78 over 1,200. It's an easy one to work out here. I own America. has been popular all week, still popular this morning, number 13. 270 it is now, in from about 440 overall. If you're looking out side of that. Devil's Throat, number nine, has had some support too, into five fifty from about the $7. But Iona Merck is the one in the last. Iona Merck there. What was the best overall? I have to give it to Sunshine in Paris. That's race eight, number 14. A nice move into 2.30, Simon. Thanks, Dick. We'll get you back up after this race at Ramwick and take a look at the movers for Mooney Valley. Sounds good. Thanks, Simon. OK, let's hear from trainer Adrian Bott on Sky Central now. Uh, 
We're just over five minutes out. More tactical speed today than what she did in the gym, crack. Yeah, she came from a minute back in that race, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Um, you know, on that day, drawn wide, and, um, you know, we thought she might have been a little bit more forward in the run, but plenty of pressure there to the inside. So, um, you know, elected rider quite worked out well on the day, but obviously um, small field here today, different uh, different shape of race as well. So you just like to, to be somewhere close by and to find a spot? Yeah, look, certainly I think um, from that draw, look to be look to be positive. Yeah. What about uh, your other two runners today? King of Clubs, he was terrific first run at uh, first up at Rose Hill, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, first up 2,000 there, he was excellent. Um, ran, ran home well, uh, straight up to the 2,400 here, second up. I think that will really suit him. It's just a run that was uh, crying out for a horse looking for a bit further. So he's trained on nicely. Um, another horse will probably look to be a bit more forward in the run than what we saw last time from, from that wide draw. So if he can he can roll across, get the right time in front, um, he'll take some catching. Can Mr Dependable bounce back to his better form? Oh, he should. Hopefully, um, you know, got better conditions today. Uh, first up, the 1,400 is chasing a hot speed and that just sort of left him out of his comfort zone too long, um, you know, first up off a long break, so uh, looks to have improved second up a mile um, at his home track here, and hopefully if he can get the right run, again he'll, he should find better conditions. Good luck and Merry Christmas, mate. Thanks very much. There is Adrian Bod as we head over to Corey Brown. I really like number five, Platinum Jubilee. I just think out of all of these two-year-olds that have been presented here today, she looks like she's taken the best improvement from the spell. Uh, she's doing a little bit tricky, but as we've seen her first go here in the gym crack, she got back and really worked at the line solid, so given she gets that nice enough run here today, I think she'll be hitting the line again exactly like she did first up. I'm with her as well. So late mile numbers are 5, 1, 2 and 6. Number 5, Platinum Jubilee on top. Stunning win in the gym crack on Debut, and she looks like she's progressed uh, during her break. Her trial suggests that very fast trial to win recently at Rose Hill. She comes back in terrific order and I'll lean her way. It looks like she's just made that little bit more incremental improvement compared to the cult Empire of Japan. I'm no knock on him. Obviously they ran faster time in the Breeders' Plate compared to the gym crack back in October. He'll be awfully hard to beat. Two Godfather with a good draw, race fit, and he was a good last start winner, while number six, Pretty Row, having its first start, didn't mind what I saw from the trials from it, and it's got an inside gate to follow, so five, one, two, and six. Glenn? Righto, let's have a look at this market, which will reshape the magic. So five, one, two, six, the numbers there from Anthony Mant, and the race still three minutes away. Um, what have we got? $2.70 uh, for, uh, in fact, two thirty for Empire of Japan, two eighty for Platinum Jubilee, and $6 for Godfather. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearly on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale. January 10 to 16. It's the sale with the smart buyer shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Australia's favourite windows and doors. <sighs> Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now 
at wideline.com.au. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fix odds on all races at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on a massive 28 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. So after this race, Ramwick will get the Mooney Valley movers and then we'll take a look at the tab movers for Doombin as well. The first Mooney Valley is due in 15 minutes. We'll have Dean Lester's late mail prior to each race. But now at 19 after 12, let's get to Darren for race one at Ramwick. Jubilee. And Simon, they're starting to move in now. So Empire of Japan with Tab is priced at 240, Platinum Jubilee at 280, Godfather third pick at 550. So up they come now for the first of 10. Fire Lane to be ridden with cover here. Cathay Bracelet and Platinum Jubilee to go forward. Platinum Jubilee, second favourites drawn the outside fence. So, um, also the outside gate. Fire Lane moves in and the Super Norwest Godfather to move up with Empire Japan and the Platinum Jubilee will be the last to move in. So, Godfather is the third pick and uh, an easy winner on debut at Eagle Farm at a very short odds that day. So, Godfather in. Here's Empire Japan moving up. The Breeders' Plate winner goes into the gates with James McDonald aboard. So it's been a good betting race and a good clash here between the Breeders' Plate and the Jim Crack winners. Empire Japan, the Platinum Jubilee. And Platinum Jubilee's been showing more natural pace in her trials. And the intention is to be positive from the outside gate. Regan Bayless in the saddle. Regan had a terrific day at Warwick Farm on Wednesday, booting home a treble for the Waterhouse Bot Yard. Rode like a man inspired there during the week. And he's on the well-fancied filly here. Who moves in? So Platinum Jubilee goes into the gates. The light is flicked on. And racing about to get underway here in Sydney at Ramwick. Stand by for action. Empire of Japan, the favourite. Ready now. And they're racing. No speed by Cathay Bracelet off the inside. Platinum Jubilee jumped well with Super Norwest. Fire Lane handled the start okay. Godfather between them. A couple off to Pretty Row on the inside of the favourite Empire Japan and thrillings away to Cathay Bracelet. So Platinum Jubilee, like her trials, is going to race right on the speed and try and control it from here. Regan Ballas with a double grip on the filly leads narrowly from Super Norwest. Fire Lane, Godfather. Then Pretty Row from Empire Japan 
Man, who stands for leader and second pick in the market, about four or five lengths. And last of all is Cathay Bracelet, turning for home now. Platinum Jubilee in front from Super Norwest under plenty of pressure. Godfather pulling out three wide and Empire Japan starting to run on very nicely down the middle of the track. Platinum Jubilee on the fence shows the way from Godfather and Empire Japan's trying to lift wide out, but Platinum Jubilee's going great guns. Inside the 200 metres by a length and a half, Empire Japan, Fire Lane coming off the fence, running on. Platinum Jubilee's clinging on from Fire Lane who lunges. Oh, I think uh, Platinum Jubilee might have scraped in by nose to fire lane and Empire Japan getting his chance in the third, followed by Godfather, then Cathay Bracelet, Super Norwest and a Pretty Row. OK, so it could be number five, Platinum Jubilee, hanging on to 71.70. Regan Bayless was aboard. Fire lane's right there, number four. It's 8.70 and 3.40. Jay Ford, the rider. There'll be no third for one Empire of Japan. To, uh, to push down there on Platinum Jubilee, but Fire Lane up on the outside to right in this. Oh, looking at this other shot here, the outside might uh, just well get this Fire Lane right on the post. Yeah, it looks like Fire Lane has got that bob in on the outside. Right, Fire Lane, Jay Ford, Brad Widder, making that dive the rails a long way out today, nine metres which can uh, really favour the, the outside in these situations. And that's confirmed now, Fire Lane. Fire Lane from Platinum Jubilee and uh, Empire Japan and Godfather in fourth. It was one of those tricky finishes when you, even when you watch the replay, the body of Regan Bayless on the inside was a fair way in front of Jay Ford. They're on Fire Lane, who's just uh, been able to stretch that nose out and a snatch victory right on the wire. A nose the margin. A nose by a half length. Numbers official, four, five, one and two on the first of the day. Thank you, Darren. Tate dividends are to come, but we're going to take a look at these tab movers for Melbourne Racing at Mooney Valley. And, Nicole, I'll come back to you. And the first at Mooney Valley for two-year-olds is due in ten minutes. Yeah, an interesting race here with Devil's Delight. This was the early money horse, but that money has really dried up and it's on the drift now out to $4 with Cantalago, the popular runner today, number four. It's into $3, Cantalago, from about the $4.20 mark. So Cantalago, clearly the one on top, number four. So number four, the mover there in race number one, Cantalago. Race number two here for fillies and mares over 1500 Another interesting race where Forbidden City was backed as soon as markets went up, number four, at the 350, got into 250, back to 280, still a little bit of support for it, but Bubbly Lass is the one. It's going to be the market mover today, number one. It's been about $3.30 into $3 this morning, so Bubbly Lass goes on top. So race two, number one, the third event is a benchmark 78 over 1,000 metres. Inundation, number three, it's into $2 now. We did open $2.40 in this market, so there's been good support for the favourite here, Jabal. Marley Ridge is another one that I've noticed some money come for. Number six is into nine from an opening 13. But I think that's good money for inundation. So it's the one that's the tab mover, number three. Race three, number three, over to the fourth event. A three-year-old benchmark 70 here over 1,000. A well-supported favourite here in Pink Cashmere, number 10. It's been popular with punters, 4.20 into 3.20 overall. There's been some good money for Sapito Beauty as well, number 8. It's now into $7 from 13. Ridge Fortune is another one, number 12, that punters have liked. But Pink Cashmere is the clear one that goes on top, number 10. So number 10 there in the race uh, number three, race number four rather. Over to race five, and this one's a benchmark 84 over to 2040. 
Well, right you are is the favourite at 250, but that's not going to be the tab mover. The tab mover is actually second favourite here, Vegas Night number seven. This has moved in from $3.90 in from $5.50, so we'll well spec to beat the favourite here, Vegas Night number seven. So number seven there, that's in race five. Over to race six, first leg of the quaddy here is over to 2040. I've just got the one runner here, Pitcher Nun, number 13. It's getting rather short now. It's actually been a really big move into the 220 quote from $3. So Pitcher Nun, heavily tried in this market, number 13. I did look outside of that. There's not too many others. Maybe Breezley as a roughie, number nine, it's been supported. But Pitcher Nun, clearly the one, number 13. Now race seven is a benchmark 70 over the mile. River Plate, definitely heavily backed here, number five. It's two forty now, opened about $3.10. Outside of that, Caesar, number six, it's into $6. It's been met with support too, but River Plate is the best of them, number five. So number five there, race seven. Race eight uh, is over 2500 there's money for a few runners in this race, but the best one is Wertheimer. It is favourite number four into the $4 quote. It's actually been backed from five fifty into $4, so that's a nice move. Vita, it's been had some admirers as well, number 14, into the eight fifty quote from $15. And Angel is another one that's come in since we've opened this market, number eight, into seven fifty. But Wertheimer, very popular today, number four. Number four and a race nine, the last is a benchmark 70 over 1,200. Yeah, another pretty good betting race to finish the day here, but there's been two that punters have um, honed in on. Sham I Am, number 10, and also Social Conscience, number 14. Social Conscience is the slight favourite at $4.20, and that's the one that's going to be the tab mover. It's been actually a really big move, $9 into that four twenty quote. So Social Conscience, number 14. Number 14, what was the best at Mooney Valley? There were some very good moves here at the Valley, but um, let's go with the best as Pitch and Un, number 13, in race 6 into $2.20, Simon. We'll take a look at the Doomben movers in just a moment, but uh, here it totes at Ramex. The four fire lane was $8.70 and $3.40. Four Platinum Jubilee, one seventy. No third one Empire of Japan. And two fourth Godfather. Quinella was ten eighty. Exact $32.10. Trifecta, $56.70. First $404.90. And uh, race number two from Ramwick is due in 27 minutes. The early favourite, Logan Street Lion, which is at $3.90. So we've got uh, Queensland racing uh, Nicole Durban today and their first on a good four is due in 34 minutes. Yeah, it's a terrific card at Durban today with a well-supported runner in the first here, an Irish Playboy number one. It's now 2.50 and it's in from about the 3.20 mark. So 2.50, that's a good move for Irish Playboy. I did look outside of that and Trevelyan is the one that's been back today. Number five, 10 into 7.50 as well. But Irish Playboy is clearly the market mover number one. So race one, number one. Race 2 is a benchmark 78 over 2,000 metres. Yeah, number two Greek hero is pretty popular in this market, three fifty into three dollars. But some other ones have been back. Savvy Oaks worth noting, number five into six fifty. Command King number three backed in from a big price as well. Uh, but uh, Greek hero, I'm still going to put it on top. Number two. So number two Greek hero there in the second over to the third race, and this one's a three year old over sixteen hundred. Yeah, a very interesting race this. So punters think it's sort of a race in two, and the market's sort of saying that between Soothsayer and West of Africa. Soothsayer, the favourite at 260, but the money has come for West of Africa to maybe upset the favourite here, number three. It's gone from, I think it's $3 now, and we bet a much bigger price about it. Uh, it's been about 3.30 into $3 today, in from a bigger price on opening. So West of Africa 